Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it's Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley's show taking you all the way to 6 o'clock. 3 to 6 run is alive and well. And uh, got a huge game going on in Arlington as we speak. And... Um, Believe me, I tried to bring it to you uh, today, and and uh, but anyway, we uh, I'll just get you updated on it. Rangers uh, up four to three over the uh, White Sox, and it is now in the bottom of the seventh inning. Um, and yeah, I'm sure everybody is wondering if you haven't been paying attention to the game. This was Max Scherzer's first start as a Ranger, six innings. Seven hits, uh, three earned runs, nine punchouts, right? Nine strikeouts. Now, Boers has come into this game uh, in the seventh inning and uh, got two strikeouts and has pitched an inning and only needed ten pitches to get through that inning. Scherzer, to get through six, needed 105 pitches. First pitch uh, strikes, by the way, for Scherzer. 19 out of 26. He's getting off to a good start uh, in the counts. And um, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, really, uh, it's really kind of fun to watch all this. And, again, we are uh, one of the major affiliates for the Rangers. We love bringing these games to you here on ESPN Central Texas. But far be it from me, Aaron, we do not want to allow this, this first-place Rangers to preempt the Mosley Show or the John Morris Show, all right? So we would not allow that, but we do want to keep you posted on the Rangers as a huge, huge ball game today as Rangers have a 4-3 lead in the bottom of the uh, seventh. And I've got to sing, uh, in fact, about to pull it up and and watch a little bit of this thing as as we're going here. But uh, it does look like Seager... Seeger, uh, Corey Seeger was just at the plate. Unfortunately, he struck out. And uh, so Nathan, uh, Nathaniel Lowe, Nate Lowe coming to the plate as we speak. Aaron, that was kind of cool last night, wasn't it, Seeger? I mean, it's like number two hitter in the lineup. Everybody was shocked to see him back in the lineup yesterday in the two-hole. And in his first pitch, he sees, see you later. See you later. Sends one out of the park, and that's how he came back. I think he was two for four with like three RBI last night. He rolled whoever that who's that catcher Aaron that was obviously Himes out right now. They got Hedges. Um, whoever who's a, who's the other catcher for them? Whoever it was last night, he went three for five. Mitch Garver? <laughs> no, no, Garver was DHing. Um, it's just. It's that catcher that he's just not coming to mind right now. The one they just traded for? No, 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 not Hedges, because Garver's catching today. And I was going to see who was uh, 
who was DHing. Seeger's DHing and not playing short today. Josh Smith is at shortstop. Now, Aaron, it was somebody we know his last name, but unfortunately it's just escaping me right now. The guy, I mean, he's not hit worth a lick this year when he's been in there, and he goes three for five last night. I mean, it, it was just, it was pretty, uh, it was pretty, it was, but it's just that, you know, they got one more catcher in the lineup and they put him in there last night. And, uh, and the guy was just, guy was just awesome. And he goes three for five, had a double in the game. And if I could figure out how to go back to yesterday's game, I would do it. Um, and look at, look at all the scores. Let's see. What was that? August 2nd, Aaron. And let's go back and take a peek at that. Uh, Rangers win 11 to 1 last night and that would be for the Rangers the uh uh oh Huff Sam Huff Sam Huff okay Yeah yeah Sam Huff uh who has a 214 batting average kind of like Hedges <laughs> I think Hedges has like a 180 and on base percentage of 267 Sam Huff batting ninth last night goes 3 for 5 All right they had 15 hits 11 RBI Three home runs, an explosion last night. Simeon homers, Seager homers, Josh Young homers. Uh, Aaron, did you have Josh Young with 21 homers at the 1st of August? I don't think you did, probably. I mean, that is, I mean, just lighten it up. And um, and Young has now 64 RBI. Seeger at 61, and he's missed a lot of games. It's a pretty amazing number for him. Simeon sitting there at 68. And let me see what our man uh, uh, Adolis has. <laughs> 85. <laughs> he's got 85 RBI. <laughs> That's second in baseball. He's tied for eighth with 26 home runs. And his OPS, so he's 24th. His average is actually a little down lately, but still drives in a ton of runs. And Rangers up as we speak, four to three. And um, and we're uh, we can we can uh, Aaron, we could even couldn't we like just duck into that thing if we wanted to? I guess we could. Um, but uh, that the Rangers now White Sox up in the uh, top of the eighth uh, are batting. And um, let's see who let's let's look take a real quick peek at who the Rangers have. Um, let's see on the mound at this point, right? Because uh, they just Adonis. had some. No, no, no. On the uh, you mean Araldus? Oh, did I say Adolis? Yeah, Araldus Chapman. Yeah. yeah, he's in the game. Okay, okay, gotcha. Rawls Chapman has entered the game, and uh, he appears to be facing Vaughn for the uh, White Sox. Vaughn now batting for the White Sox. Okay, very, very interesting. And if you're wondering kind of how all this unfolded today, how the Rangers got their 4-3 lead in the fourth inning, um, Garver homered to left center. Uh, and then the same inning, Simeon comes up homers to left that's how they took their 4-3 lead and it stayed that way all the way now in the eighth inning uh garcia um drove in a run to put a ranger um to make the rangers down three to two and then josh smith doubled in the second inning to get the the rangers on the board they were down three nothing 
um, to the uh, White Sox and have climbed back into this thing and now lead the game 4-3 to three in the eighth inning. And uh, this is on major Rangers affiliate here, ESPN Central Texas. And uh, I want to keep you up to date on that. Aaron, the win probability, which I kind of like watching throughout a game, where do you think it is? Don't look on ESPN.com. What is the win probability with the Rangers up 4-3, one out in top of the eighth? They just got uh, – Chapman just got the, the first hitter out of the inning out. So they're down to five outs, the White Sox are. What do you think the Rangers' win probability with them leading 4-3 is? 92%. 84.3%. And, again, I don't know if that takes into account, like, who, what the Rangers' bullpen looks like. I mean, I bet it, I bet it looks at everything. But um, – what Rangers have been out there, and again, Scherzer's the huge story today. Struck out nine. He went six innings. Gave up major, I mean, you know, did give up, what did I say, Aaron? Seven, yeah, seven hits. But uh, pitched it, pitched well. And um, so Rangers are now in a situation, um, and uh, that, that they, uh, Rangers only have two walks today. White Sox uh, have issued four walks. So uh, really kind of fun to keep an eye on this thing as the Rangers in the top of the eighth trying to go for the sweep in this series, just what the doctor ordered. And if you're, if you're, checking, the, uh, if you're checking the standings, um, I wanted to get you caught up on that because yesterday it was changing by the moment. Rangers jumped back ahead uh, late last night with that win. Rangers, as of right now, have a half-game lead over the Astros. All right, so if they complete and get this win, that'll go to a full-game lead. And, Aaron, let's see who the uh, who do the Astros have tonight. Uh, as we sit here, Astros are at the Yankees this evening at 6.15. Uh, this is fun, man. I mean, to be in... To be in... August, early August, and have this much riding on these baseball games. Um, the other thing I wanted to check, Aaron, is the pitching matchup tonight because I want to see when Verlander is getting involved. Uh, the Astros are throwing uh, Christian Javier tonight, and that is against the Yankees. And let's see, uh, Yankees are throwing Clark Schmidt. You might say, Clark Schmidt, tell me about him, Mosley, and I will. 7-6 and six with a 439 ERA, uh, whip of 132. Some of his underlying stats are a little better than his ERA, but that's going to be a nice matchup tonight um, as, uh, as the Astros and the Yankees get it on. And Aaron, that game appears to be on Fox tonight. What is tonight? Thursday night? Does Fox do a game of the week on Thursday night? I think they do. So that game's at uh, 6.15 on Fox. Now, meanwhile, Aaron, the, uh, uh, the Arizona schools, the board, the board of regents for the two schools going to get together, uh, and that's tonight, and we're going to see where that goes if, uh, if there is some kind of vote. It does seem like Arizona State – is changing its tune just a little bit. I was going to see, Aaron, if there's any any other sort of uh, breaking news going on that front. But uh, 
Yeah, that that is that's fascinating to watch. Um, I've been reading everything on that today, and you got Sun Devils, you got uh, Arizona, led by their president, President Robbins, has kind of been open to all this, uh, seemingly more than Arizona State. But the Board of Regents there, like in Texas, A and M has its Board of Regents. I mean, they have the state. Board of Regents and all that, but you have the UT folks and you have the A&M folks. In Arizona, it's like 15 people that represent both of those schools is what it sounds like. And and they've got all, and they do not want to split up. You know how Oklahoma just said, to heck with you, Oklahoma State. Texas said, to heck with you, Texas Tech and others. Um, they They can't really, I guess they could do it, but they don't want to do it. They don't want to let Arizona leave without Arizona State. Aaron, we could start to move towards something as soon as tonight. We'll be watching that board meeting as it happens there somewhere in Arizona. And uh, some exciting times on that front. Meanwhile, uh, President Livingstone scheduled to be with us 4.15 tomorrow. That'll be great. President Livingstone on her favorite uh, afternoon show, the Matt Mosley Show, although she loves the John Morris Show at 2 o'clock. But uh, she does also enjoy coming on the Mosley Show. That'll be at um, 4.15 tomorrow. And then, Aaron, I got word, I believe 5 o'clock on Tuesday, we'll have Mac Rhodes, Baylor's Director of Athletics. Mac, I think Mac was trying to take a little vacation, and then all heck starts breaking loose, and so... I'm sure he's been on all kinds of calls, and uh, that's really turned into uh, some vacation with all of that going on. Aaron, do you think by the time we come on the air tomorrow, Friday, that we may have an indication of where these Arizona schools are? You are you sensing that could actually happen? I am. I from everything that I've seen from sources who have been right on. Practically everything, as far as realignment goes up to this point, this meeting tonight is basically to vote on whether to apply for membership to the Big 12, which would be accepted. They wouldn't vote unless they knew they would be accepted. I think there is a really, really good chance that by this time tomorrow, Arizona and Arizona State will be, might be Big 12 schools. Um. Yeah. And what's funny to me about what you just said, you said everything you're following and the people that have been on. <laughs> Some of these people, like we're we're just like a lot of you in our audience, we monitor what they say, but they also get a lot of stuff wrong. And so you kind of have to, uh, and I know other like internet type things around here have some of these people on and that's fine. That's all, everybody can do their own thing, but they some of these folks just don't have you know like a high level of journalistic standards so they're just kind of throwing a whole bunch of things out now like Aaron there's that guy and I don't even know if, I mean I guess people could follow him it's like literally and I feel like he has something to do with West Virginia and it's like MH4 MH and MH8. I I what is it like MH8 H-E-V-R, oh is it okay yeah. I don't yeah I don't know what it, I I don't totally know what it means but he or she and again they don't really attach a a name to it it's just some random twitter handle and they do throw a ton of stuff out 
And some of it's like, yeah, they kind of got that one right. Now, Aaron, what we discount, though, and like in the real world, in, in real journalism, if you get a bunch of stuff wrong, you get fired. Okay, you don't, you can't keep doing that. You know, these Twitter sites, they can just get a bunch of stuff wrong, and nobody cares. It's like, oh, well, yeah, they got that wrong, but hey, they got this right. They got this right. So I've kind of, it's kind of funny to monitor all these things. But Aaron and I, because we're professionals, we have we uh, we hesitate to throw some of this stuff out that's out there. But, but hey, some of it's kind of interesting, and some of them have been on point. I did like this, Aaron. I like this headline. I don't even know what it means. I haven't even read it. said, Coach Hugh Freeze, anxious, uncomfortable as Auburn opens camp. <laughs> what is he? Why would you Why would you come out and say that at the start of camp? Like, hey, by the way, Baylor, 4 o'clock, the Bears start practice. I'm excited about that. But first-year Auburn, first-year head coach Hugh Freeze quoted today saying, it makes me feel a little anxious that I may be behind in our evaluation of who we are and what we can do. Um, maybe we are. That's a that's a feeling I have to battle. He's talking about the lingering sense of doubt because of all the new players who weren't with the team during the spring, including eight transfers. <laughs> Aaron, is that does that inspire the Auburn faithful? Hugh Freeze, man, here he is. They're ready and, to take uh, down Alabama now. Yeah, let's go. Let's go take down Bama. Here's another quote from Hugh Freeze. This is the most uncomfortable fall camp I'm going into, and it's because of this new world of roster turnover. We had players we added after spring ball, and one's a quarterback, and I haven't coached him a single practice. And everyone's asking, what do you think? I have no idea. (laughs) Oh, man. Auburn had last season starter Robbie Ashford is back. Aaron, think about how much we cover college football and how much we love SEC, Big 12, ACC, all of it, even the Pac-12. Think about how much we monitor it. Does Robbie Ashford even ring a bell to you? Like, I don't don't even – I mean, do you remember him, Robbie Ashford at Auburn? I mean, Auburn is a huge, big-time SEC football program. Does Robbie Ashford do anything for you, that name? I mean, it just kind of – Kind of, that just does not really ring a bell with me. But he was last season's starter. Aaron, by the end of the show today, by Campus Confidential, will you please have Robbie Ashford stats? Can we present those? We'll roll those. Sure. <laughs> uh, we'll roll those out later in the program. All right. Uh, and Auburn, of course, fired Coach Brian Harson. We got a lot of awesome guests lined up today. Tweety Carter, Baylor legend at four. One of my favorite Baylor basketball players ever. And, man, he did a reunion over the last couple of days that has gotten everybody talking, gotten everybody excited. And so that's kind of fun. I cannot wait to visit with Tweety at four. Next, though, we've got a new – well, they're coming back to us. But a new sponsor and a great friend of mine. Oh, and I think he's a Houston Astros fan. Uh, Alan Holt returns to the air next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. There are lots of reasons to own a golf car. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground, perfect for light duty on the farm or work site, and you can't run a festival without a golf cart. 
Oh yeah, and golf carts are pretty great for playing golf too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf carts for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Jeff Hunter Toyota has been part of the Waco community for over 30 years. I'm Amy Hunter, and we believe in its people, and we honor its history. We're proud to call Waco home. That's why we support the Baylor Bears, lend a hand to Fuzzy Friends Rescue, and aid the Waco Goodfellas. We also believe in hard work, the value of a dollar, and providing a quality product. That's what you'll find every day when you shop at Jeff Hunter Toyota. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. Rise and dine with the Fiesta Brunch at La Fiesta every Saturday morning. Come enjoy family recipes made from scratch like huevos rancheros, breakfast enchiladas, chicken and waffles, or on the lighter side, avocado toast. And don't forget to try their Mexican coffee, fresh squeezed orange juice, or even a peach bellini. It's a Fiesta Brunch. La Fiesta, located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they will also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center. 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville at cnccollisioncenter.com and find them on Facebook. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Everything we do, we do for you. Empower your financial future with First Central Credit Union. Make the drive and make it possible with an auto loan or vehicle refinance to First Central. Have a winning season with First Central Savings Blitz Play. Quick local team loan processing with competitive rates and flexible terms. Apply online. We make it easy to score at firstcentralcu.com. Everything we do, we do for you. Membership and loan policy requirements apply. Member NCUA. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. I mean, just even in that little uh, time frame, I was dealing with some some breaking news, monitoring Big 12 stuff, monitoring what the, what Arizona schools are going to do. Uh, we now have Alan Holt standing by 
from the Baylor Line Foundation. And, uh, Alan, welcome back to the program. I feel like you never left. And, of course, Baylor Line, uh, uh, we're so excited to have you guys a part of the Matt Mosley Show and kind of what we do uh, during football season. But, um, man, I just wanted to I wanted to have you on today. This is kind of uh, – Alan, these are exciting times. I feel like if we talk tomorrow – uh, we might have two more schools in the Big 12. Well, Matt, 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 it's great to hear your voice and uh, on the phone. And I'll tell you what, it's great to be back and great to be a part of the show, the big show. And I'm really happy for you. You've extended another hour here. That's great. Good for you. But I tell you what, you never know. Tomorrow's a different day. It could, it could all, it'll all change tonight. I, I bet it. I'm betting. Now, Alan, you're a guy who likes Colorado. You like the mountains. You like to travel, go around, see the countryside. Uh, do, would you? Are you kind of excited at the thought of adding like the the rest of the corner schools? Um, is it getting a little unwieldy? Do you do you not like all these numbers? I go back and forth a little bit because it's kind of like I almost feel bad for the new four schools because it's kind of like. They want their time in the sun, right, in this year and to roll them out. And it's like, oh, we're going to get, like, four more schools involved. I guess, I mean, how do you? How is this all sitting with you? And do you, the, the, the thought of getting the air, I mean, it's just strange, isn't it, to try to get your mind around what this conference could look like with four Pac-12 schools. And how funny is it that Colorado has come back to us after 13 years away, because, Alan, we all remember that huge win in Boulder in 1991. You were a very young man at that point, kind of out <laughs> in the workforce, and uh, and you remember that. I was in college when it happened. Uh, I mean, this is really going to be interesting to see how this thing ends up, the makeup of this conference. Yeah, it really is, and uh, I tell you what, I've you know, you probably shouldn't ask me that question because I'm too old a guy. I missed the Southwest Conference, so you know mm-hmm. what I mean. That's, so I'm a, I'm not a big fan. My, I, Colorado, I love visiting up there. I like going to games there. It was fun. That ball game in '91 was a fun one to be there. But I tell you what, uh, I still remember them um, kind of talking bad about the Bears in basketball a few years ago, and before Brady Heslip knocked down about eight thousand threes on them. Um, so I. I don't mind having them, but I, you know, it's not like they're going to beat us or anything. So, <laughs> I like the, I like that, I like that attitude. Uh, I, I don't know Arizona State and Arizona have to get on the same page. They're board of regents. Now, that's like almost like a Baptist committee members. Not always easy <laughs> to get consensus on these things. But when you don't have much options, when you don't have many options, right? And when you have the, yeah. those TV numbers. I mean, talk about old school and our love of SWC. Who would have ever thought you'd get like a, okay, guys, uh, here's our new deal. It's Apple. We can get you about this much, and we hope we sell a bunch of subscriptions. I mean, Alan, it's, it almost sounds like somebody approaching us now about, hey, we all want to buy a newspaper subscription, and, 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 <laughs> and maybe maybe we can get up to this level. Uh, it's, it's a strange, strange world that we live in, and I – I don't. I don't know that the Pac-12 can make. I, I just don't know if they can stay intact at this point. So it's going to be. Uh, it's going to be fascinating. Now, Alan, are you thinking about going to any of these um, these places? Uh, Alan Holt from the Baylor Line Foundation with us. What about Orlando, Cincinnati, 
some of these road trips, just uh, now there are not many of them. We got eight home games this year. So, Alan, I know y'all uh, do a nice tailgate, so y'all better be ready for eight, <laughs> eight of these things. <laughs> We're ready. Do you uh, are, are you going to try to go to any of these? Yeah, you know, I'm planning on going to them. Uh, I love traveling to out of town games because I love being around other teams' fans. I like being in the stadiums and um, seeing the different uh, cities that are going to be. But I think you're exactly right. I mean, it's, this is an age where it's kind of all bets are off, and you never know what's going to happen from one year to the next. And I hope that uh, some of the teams on the West Coast and enjoy playing in State College, Pennsylvania, and Maryland, and those traditional rivalries that they'll now have, and be able to go there and visit and see those folks that they've grown up despising. <laughs> That's right. Oh, USC, UCLA. We've always wanted to see the Trojans versus Rutgers. Uh, and, th- and things like that. It's what we've all been yeah. waiting on. And like Penn State, they didn't even give Penn State a traditional rival. Did you see some of that scheduling in the Big Ten? Like It's like Penn State is an unbelievable program, blue blood type program. And the Big Ten just said, ah, sorry, we don't really, we don't really think of anybody in the Big Ten as your rival. And they just kind of gave them a random rival, right? They didn't. Everybody else had like a tradition. Yeah. The big ones, Michigan, Ohio State, everybody else, and they didn't really give Penn State um, anything. Now, Alan, tell me a little bit about what's uh, what's the Baylor what's the Baylor Line Foundation kind of gearing up for this uh, season and this school year. Y'all are always doing some interesting things. I love the other day hearing your uh, boy your spot. You, I mean that the dulcet tones <laughs> of Alan Holt. Uh, recording that, but uh, there's always something interesting that y'all are up to. What's the, what's kind of the biggest initiative right now for the Baylor Line Foundation? Well, thanks so much for a- asking, Matt. I think that uh, we've got a couple of things coming up. Obviously, we're, we always gear towards homecoming, so we'll be doing our traditional partnership with George's and do our uh, Friday evening uh, get-together uh, for homecoming. But I think the thing that we're aiming towards right now is uh, a dinner in the Barfield Drawing Room on October 13th called our Living Legacy Dinner. Uh, and in that dinner, we're going to be honoring uh, Baylor Legacies, uh, Rufus Spain, Preston Dyer, and Bob Baird. So I know those names mean a lot to a lot of Baylor folks, and so we're looking forward to a great evening honoring those gentlemen and what they've contributed to the university and to the students and alumni of the school. The Barfield... Uh... The Barfield Drawing Room, boy, that that brings back memories. Will will you have some doc, Dr. Pepper floats available? I mean, that's kind of what I think about when I enter that room, that fabled room. <laughs> How can you not? I mean, absolutely. <laughs> we're, we're, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of we'll have a little fountain out front, probably. We'll we'll get that set up just for you. I appreciate that, boy. Rufus, <laughs> those names you mentioned, those are in the annals of uh, Baylor history. Those are huge names, uh, and there's a lot to choose from, but uh, that's pretty neat. You know, I attended that uh, that dinner we had back in March, uh, and, and that was a lot, a lot of fun. But, you know, I always think coming away from those, I'm like, well, I mean, there were some – I mean, some of the folks even that uh, videoed in, there were some kind of legendary figures. And yet at these – from time to, you know, these next thing, you, you come up with three more. Uh, that was, that's kind of neat to think of. Uh, well, Rufus Spain is a name I feel like I've heard for the last hundred years. Uh, uh, I mean, you probably I, I, have. Yeah, of course, he's, he's, he just turned a hundred. Oh my gosh! Did he really? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh! Okay. 
All right. Well, my grandmother, by the way, just turned 100, and we had her celebration. So that Rufus Spain, that that means um, he was born about 1923. Okay, I'm going to do quick math and just tell you. They joined us, yeah, yeah, about 1923. And uh, that's cool. October 13th, I may crash that party. That's the uh, Living Legacy uh, Dinner, Baylor Line Foundation. And then did you hear George's? Has the after years of negotiations with Brazos Parking, um, Alan, they're back. They're they're back uh, they on the tailgate back. scene out there. So they I did uh, yeah. I did see that. With uh, and that was one thing you know when uh, Sammy and Chris told me they were thinking about it, and I said, well, you need to do. You know, I think that'd be great. You need to be there. You're part of the tradition. He said, but we're still going to partner with you guys on your day. I said, okay, that's all I need to know. So. We're looking forward to another year of that, but I know it's going to be great, and I know a lot of Baylor fans have been waiting for Georgia's to return over there uh, to Brazos Parking and get football season kicked off right. All right. Well, give the uh, uh, the site and, uh, and, and number if folks want to kind of get involved. A lot of times you talk about some of the things that you all put on the site and some of the things, and I know you're looking into doing even more multimedia podcasting you're a journalist in your past you've got some media in your background uh if people want to get involved what's the easiest way to do that uh, the easiest way is through our website like you mentioned you can go to baylorlinefoundation.com and we have several sections on there if you want to get involved with different events and networking opportunities and also we'll have a calendar of upcoming events uh, and things that are going on so just check out the website and that also leads you to a link of all the stories and we started listing a lot of stories from past Baylor Line magazines up there. So uh, this past week, we just ran a story on the tornado that happened back in the 50s and different things that come up out of the past that uh, a lot of Baylor folks are interested in reading about. Okay. Any stories about the first families over the years? I would, I would be, I would like to read Absolutely. some of that. <laughs> you're in the queue, Matt. You're, you're in the queue, oh. buddy. Oh, man. I tell you, I've got that uh, as I do the show today from my broadcasting studio. There's the plaque. I feel like the plaque should be passed around to all the family members, but as only I can, I kind of grabbed that thing and have not given up possession of it. But, uh, well, Alan, this we is up. To put, we started yeah? to put a little cup on the bottom of it, so like the Stanley Cup, every member of your family could just take a drink of grape juice or something out of it, pass it around. <laughs> That's. I'm glad you said grape juice because you know my family, a typical Baylor family, they're not going to try to dip into any of the other stuff. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I like I like the idea of just pass it around the, the family. I still I never quite, quite passed with some of my family members the when when you listed it as the Matt Mosley family or something like that. I think some of my cousins who you know kind of stay mad at me anyway they just kind of were like no nah, we're, we're not gonna we're not gonna no nah, i'm kidding they they were all very excited so it was a really what a what an evening that was and we still reminisce and think back on that and i could even think about some of the hors d'oeuvres that were served that night the whole <laughs> the whole shebang but uh all right well alan um this is gonna be a fun year we got a lot coming up and uh what do you what is your outlook by the way for um for the Bears, you got—I mean, you feel pretty good about uh, uh, football. You got eight home games, uh, shaping. Hopefully, you know, shook off a little, a little bit of a tough year. Do you? Are you feeling pretty hopeful, pretty optimistic about it? I mean, I put your sports writing hat Absolutely. 
No, no, no. You know I am. I think that uh, I think Blake is going to take a make a lot of progress this year. He's going to come out and uh, really do well as the rest of our team. I think our team has grown a lot this year. Uh, I'm looking forward to be a lot better uh, than we were last year, and I think that'll translate into some wins on the field. So I'm I'm going eight and four, nine and three this year, Matt. I'm thinking it's going to be a good year for the Bears. Will that will an eight and four nine and three record keep us from having to play in in uh, TCU's football stadium for a bowl game? I sure hope so. Well, I'll tell you what, I, as, long as, we get, as long as one of those eight or nine is against the University of Texas here, uh, the last time we'll probably ever play them is that would that would make it all for me right there. <laughs> Man, oh, we need to take them out. We need to take that. We need to take down the horns for sure. And of course, their their pick to win it all this year, not the whole national title, but uh, even the national title. By the way, I saw Allen the other day. They're like fifth or something like that. It's just amazing. Year to year, it's like we all have amnesia, and by the time we the season arrives, it's like, well, Texas probably has to be, what, top five or six in the country, right? It's like, it no, Daryl Royal. Yeah. <laughs> it always works out really well for them when they're picked that high. So, Yeah, yeah. What did Daryl Royal once say about the uh, – the cockroaches. What was this? What was this? Somebody br- reminded me of that the other day. Didn't he have some famous quote about that? It did it. I, was it, it wasn't. Did. I, well, I don't know if it was about us. I think it was about the University of Houston, perhaps. And by the way, it was Bill Yeoman in, in Houston who knocked it. I mean, I think Daryl was like, okay, I've had enough. You know, he retired in 1976. Right after Houston got in the conference. And, I mean, they yep. just tattooed him. You remember that? They beat him like 44 to 10 or something. And Daryl said, hey, been a good run. I enjoyed it. I'm going to go ahead and go go hang out with Willie on the golf course. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Alan, uh, great to catch up with you. So excited to have you back on ESPN Central Texas and with the Matt Mosley Show and, of course, with the John Morris Show. And you can uh, – and by the way, uh, stay tuned. Tweety Carter is going to join me at 4 o'clock. And I have to assume he's one of your favorite players of all time. And uh, so Tweety will be on with me just in about uh, 20 minutes. No doubt about it. He's one of my all-time favorites and a really good guy. And uh, glad you're having him on. And thanks so much for having me. And we're so happy to be back with the big show and looking forward to a lot of great things happening in the fall. All right. Thank you, Alan. There he goes. Alan Holt, Baylor Line Foundation. And, um, man, it's just fun. Fun to have him back on. There's so much happening in the fall. Uh, and, uh, really, it's great to, to have Alan uh, and rolling again. And uh, we just – there's so many groups around Baylor that I've had great relationships with over the years, and that's uh, that's one of them right there. Okay. Um, let's uh, – Let's get into some NFL news and nuggets. And a reminder, Tweety Carter, Baylor legend, at 4 o'clock. It's all coming up next. This is ESPN Central Texas. Got chronic joint pain? Not having success with steroids, but trying to avoid surgery? Well, thankfully, there's a better way. And it's now available here for the medical professionals at QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. I'm talking about new advanced regenerative medicine treatments that can restore and repair damaged tissue in your bad joints, providing lasting relief with no drugs, no surgery, and no downtime. QC Kinetics, nation's leader in precision regenerative medicine with over 100 clinics across America and literally thousands 
thousands of satisfied patients. If you got joint pain due to arthritis, knee pain, hip pain, shoulder pain, don't just think the old ways of dealing with pain are the only ways. You need to learn more about these new regenerative options that can change your life. Call QC Kinetics now. Free consultation with local medical professionals. 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. That's QC Kinetics. 254-415-4100. Jesse Britt's Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Britt's Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car roadworthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only $49.99. The alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection. Just mention this ad, Jesse Britt's Automotive, discounting your prices, not your service. Hey, guys, we all give gifts on birthdays, anniversaries, and holidays. But have you ever given just because gift? When it's not expected, it means the most coming from you. Since 1979, Morrison Gifts has been Waco's gift store for every occasion. Choose from lines of gift ideas, including John Hart leather goods, big old key rings, candles, and jewelry. Always free gift wrapping and delivery is available. Morrison Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business. That's Morrison Gifts on the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills, close to Jason's Deli. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Are you ready to elevate your Waco experience to a whole new level? Look no further than the Baylor Club, where you can indulge in one-of-a-kind luxury and unwind in our exclusive lounge area. Located in the heart of McLean Stadium, this elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs. With a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality, we take pampering to a whole new level. For interest in membership or to schedule your next private event, call 254-710-8080. Incommons Bank wants you to be the first to know about our newest rewards checking account, Mars Rewards. Mars Rewards goes beyond any other debit card-based rewards program by giving you exponential earning potential. We even reward you when your referred friends open a Mars Rewards account and use their debit card. Open your Mars Reward checking account, use your debit card, and get paid. Visit InCommonsBank.com Mars to view complete account requirements and open your free Mars Rewards checking account today. Incommons Bank, member FDIC. Boy, is it hot outside. Did you know that you can tell the temperature by counting a cricket's chirps? Did you know that heat waves can actually make train tracks bend? Or that a 2003 heat wave turned grapes to raisins while still on the vine? Hi there, it's the Foundation Doctor again. During this season of extreme heat, the soil is shrinking, the ground is moving, and we're seeing a lot of foundations starting to move around. Are you seeing new cracks in your walls? Is your shoulder sore from prying that pesky door open? Don't let your home suffer from heat exhaustion. At the Foundation Doctor, we've been curing these elements for many years, and we have the right prescription for you and your home. We have more experience and repair options than anyone in town. So when it comes to your greatest asset, trust the doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give the doctor a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. On this Matt Mosley Show, you hear the music, you know what time it is. 
NFL. Always, uh, always fun to kind of catch up. Cowboys, NFL. We kind of throw quite a bit in here. Reminder, we're 15 minutes away from visiting with Baylor legend Tweety Carter. I mean, he he started it all in some ways for Scott Drew. The Geralds and Dugat and that crew, that was a very, very important group. Don't get me wrong. But Tweety was the first McDonald's All-American. Everything kind of was built around him. Lace Darius, Epe transferred in. Lomer's the big man down low. Big Anthony from, uh, oh, from, uh, uh, well, Kevin Rogers before that. I remember Kevin from South Oak Cliff, but Anthony came from, I think, the Houston area. But, man, they just started adding on, and then uh, the rest is history. Lots of NBA players that came after Tweety. Um, all right, Aaron, what do we have today in our NFL Blitz? The NFL officially kicks off tonight, the first preseason game, the Hall of Fame game between the Jets and the Cleveland Browns. 7 o'clock on NBC, neither one of the starting quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers for the Jets or Deshaun Watson for the Browns, are expected to play tonight. Gather round, gather round. <laughs> let's watch some third stringers. Let's watch them. Let's, it's, uh, let's have a big time. Uh, Aaron, by the way, a little breaking news. The uh, That game has gone final out there in Arlington. And um, Rangers take down the White Sox 5-3. to three. All right. Uh, Rangers improved to 63-46 and 46 on the season. They tagged on an insurance run in the bottom of the eighth. And uh, the, uh, this was, uh, the, the big news from this one, of course, was uh, Max Scherzer making his uh, debut for the Rangers. Six innings, three earned runs, gave up seven hits, but had nine strikeouts to walk two. And bullpen did the rest. Will Smith comes in, gets the save, a couple of strikeouts. Rawls Chapman pitched well in the uh, in the eighth, and uh, our man uh, our man Boars, S B O R Z, Josh Boars, had kind of fallen on hard times, but he's kind of going again. He's kind of got things rolling again. So maybe, I mean, Aaron, just the announcement of these pitchers coming in. Uh, it really helped the rest of the staff, didn't it? Heaney goes out, has a great outing. Dunning went out and had a great outing. And now Scherzer. Now, I mean, Scherzer didn't go out there and blow anybody away, but six innings, gives you gets a win, uh, got some run support, and um, improves to 10-4 and four on the season. All right, through 105 pitches. So the guy's going to go out there and battle. And I don't think, even though Bochy is not afraid to do anything, Aaron, I don't think Bochy was going to go out there and get him off the mound without letting him have a chance to go six, right? I think Bochy was like, all right, we better let we better let him go. But, hey, they fell behind 3-0, and uh, uh, the Rangers did, and then fought back in the fourth inning to take a lead because they had a couple of uh, home runs. Uh, Simeon had one, and who poked one else? Uh, somebody else poked one out of there. Garver might Garver, have. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Garver got his seventh home run of the year it's really funny Aaron if Garver has his catching gear on he hits if you stick him at DH he can't hit but if you put him in his catching gear he'll hit like a like the numbers back that up and there's something mental about that and I don't exactly can't explain it 
but some players just need to be part of the entire game to get totally engaged. Um, but of course, no matter who they put at DH, they don't get they don't get hits from the DH position. Seager's like the best hitter on the team. They put him at DH today, Aaron. <laughs> 0 for four with a strikeout. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't always uh, work out. Aaron, are you going to watch? Will you watch the uh, NFL tonight? Even though the Watson and Rogers are not going to be on the field, will you at least stop down and watch some of it? Yeah, I'll watch probably the first half just because I'm ready to watch football. I'm not super high on preseason games, but the first one of the year just to see some live professional football. I'll watch the first half. I was going to see if uh, what ESPN, if they're, if they're kind of, because you'll know where this game is. this on NBC? What's this on? I was going to say. NBC. Um, by the way, the uh, lead story, Aaron, now on uh, – on ESPN.com is the Big Ten commissioner um, to explore Oregon and Washington. It's funny that this story was out there yesterday. It's kind of <laughs> and ESPN commented on it some on Twitter, right? I mean, some of their reporters, but it's kind of like it's not news until we say it's news. And at 3:26, about 20, 30 minutes ago, um, Pete Thamel put a story up on ESPN.com about it. Big Ten presidents and chancellors met early. I guess they're just updating the fact that it happened. Yeah, that's okay. That's fine. So this is a little bit new. Uh, Early Thursday morning, they met, Aaron, today, and the commissioner, Tony Petiti, to explore adding Oregon and Washington in expansion as potential conference members. So that is a little bit of a, a, a more news than we had yesterday. Petiti was tasked with narrowing his focus to those schools which are amid the uncertainty of the future of the Pac-12. Aaron, if they open the door, how long do you think it'll take Oregon and Washington to take that exit right now? About like, a half a second. <laughs> <laughs> About a half a second. The Only excess the time inventor- it takes to yeah. dial the phone. The excess inventory potentially could be covered by one of the league's four current television partnerships, Fox, CBS, NBC, or the Big Ten Network. They'll all be fighting over it. Hey, give us them. Give us the, we'll take Washington, Oregon. We'll take all their games. Like, you know, one of those networks is like, come on, man, give us some more inventory. We'll take it. And they'll figure it all out. But, uh, that's, but Aaron, we'll, uh, we'll explore this more in Campus Confidential because I kind of want to dig in here. There's a little more information that Pete Thamel has added to all this from this morning's meeting uh, of Big Ten leaders. Big Ten said, no, we're not ready to expand. Then Aaron, like, what, yesterday at leaks that they formed an exploratory commission <laughs> to expand. Yeah, okay, all right. Yeah, very believable college. Come on, guys, come on. Uh, all right, Aaron, what else do we have on the NFL front? The NFL continues to try to figure out what they want to do on kickoffs, and now they may be looking to another league for help. The NFL is... Studying the XFL's kickoffs and considering Mm -hmm. the way the XFL does kickoffs as a possible replacement for the NFL. In the XFL, the the kick happens at the 30-yard line. Other than the kicker, the players on the kicking team are aligned at the receiving team's 35-yard line. Ten of the receiving team's players are positioned five yards away. Only the kicker and returner can move the ball before it's touched. So it only has five yards before contact, you know, before you're blocking someone instead of running down the field at full speed 
and being a wedge buster, just getting mm-hmm. the players closer together and hopefully eliminating uh, more injuries. Yeah, just eliminate the whole thing. Just eliminate the kickoff. I mean, I'm with I just, you. You know, yeah, I don't care. Not really trying to watch kickoffs. I mean, you get like one guy returns one, like you get like two kickoffs for touchdowns a year now. It's like nothing. Most of everybody can kick it in the end zone. Just eliminate the thing. If you're just going to line a kicker up there, I mean, I'm a big fan of kickers. Okay, I think I got a kicker over at my house right now, but I don't. I'm not trying to sit there and watch people kick, you know, kick the ball into the end zone over and over. It's a play that is unnecessary now in the NFL. All right, uh, Aaron, the uh, uh, Mike McCarthy. I, I have one for you, Aaron. Um, this was from Todd Archer a little while ago. This kind of caught my attention. He's now reminded Micah Parsons um, of Cowboys uh, pass rusher to not go near the quarterback in practice after two incidents with Dak Prescott, um, <laughs> who wears the red jersey. And quote, uh, Mike was quoted saying number of times, yeah, it's all part of the practice ethic discipline. And he said of Micah, he is the A number one violator. so uh we're monitoring this in cowboys land all right aaron i kind of like watching these one-on-one matchups uh even our man archer my old buddy is 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 shooting video now at practice and i was just watching cd lamb versus kelvin joseph and cd and joseph did not have bad coverage but CD puts a stutter step on him and, and, and a little back shoulder throw in the end zone. Just one-on-one drills. Kind of like it. Kind of like it. love when they start doing that stuff in practice. Also, Aaron, a note from our man Archer. Have you noticed, Todd? I mean, Aaron, I, I like had dinner with Todd every night out there. But then Todd, um, I need to ask him to come on, don't I? I I've stopped, <laughs> stopped asking Todd. I think Todd one time like asked me for money. Uh, I, I explained to him that we, we don't really we don't really throw the money around at our place. But uh, anyway, I need to get Todd back on here. Um, this is from Tuesday's practice. Rookie tight end Luke Schoonmaker has that plantar fascia, fasciitis, uh, worked off to the side in full pads, which is uh, which is normally. A sign a player is close to getting on the field for practice. All right, so good news. Kind of Luke Schoonmaker is uh, is getting closer to getting something done on that front. And then, um, um, is there anything else? Oh, I was just watching uh, uh, Dak to uh, Hendershot. That was from yesterday. Uh, Diggs. Oh, good. Okay, I'm just watching Diggs get back on the field yesterday, so that's good. That was, uh, um, it, it, by the way, that was a couple of days ago. He took play. Uh, he took part in his first full practice of camp with that toe injury, and he was able to break up a quick uh, Prescott throw to Cavante Turpin at the goal line. So, uh, so pretty good stuff there from Diggs. Uh, okay, Aaron, uh, it is time to talk to Baylor legend Tweedy Carter. We'll do it next. 
ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I just wanted to take a quick second and tell you guys that we are available. We have appointments. If you have any questions about cracking your sheetrock, doors sticking, or if you're looking to buy a home and you have concerns, please feel free to give us a call. We'll send somebody out to take a look. Our number is 254-235-4922, or you can find us at fixitjimmy.com. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they will also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cnccollisioncenter.com, and find them on Facebook. In business since the 1940s, Alamo Steel of Waco delivers over 30,000 tons of steel nationwide every year. And now they're looking to grow their team. They're hiring fitters, welders, machine operators, maintenance and electrical technicians, and supervisors for their plant. Day and evening shifts are available. After 90 days of full-time employment, Alamo Steel offers a comprehensive benefits plan including medical, dental, vision, short and long-term disability, life insurance, 401k, and more. Full-time positions offer 40-plus hours per week. PTO begins day one of full-time employment. Hourly employees are paid weekly. At Alamo Steel, they believe in above-average pay to attract well-qualified individuals. Apply in person Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, 2784 Old Dallas Road, one block off I-35 in Lacey Lakeview. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Rise and dine with the Fiesta Brunch at La Fiesta every Saturday morning. Come enjoy family recipes made from scratch like huevos rancheros, breakfast enchiladas, chicken and waffles, or on the lighter side, avocado toast. And don't forget to try their Mexican coffee, fresh squeezed orange juice, or even a peach bellini. It's a Fiesta Brunch. La Fiesta, located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-659-7540. 800-659-7540. That's 800-659-7540. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. 
We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show. Tweety Carter joining us now. Director of Player Development at Baylor, assistant coach. And uh, Tweedy, I mean, you're getting ready to get on the, a plane, go to Paris. I mean, you've played European ball. You've played, uh, I mean, have you, uh, have you been to uh, Paris, France? You've been to Nice, some of these places uh, that you're about to uh, visit. I mean, this, is, this sounds like a, a really fun trip you're about to go on. And by the way, welcome to the show. Yes, sir. Appreciate you having me again, man. Always a pleasure to be on, man. Um, but definitely, definitely, uh, it's going to be a fun trip. Uh, really looking forward to it. I played uh, Lee Portel in Boulogne, which is probably like an hour and a half away, almost two hours away from Paris. So me and my wife would go back and forth at times to uh, to Paris, back to Lee Portel. And I also played in Lyon um, at the same time, too, uh, probably a couple years after that playing Leon, so it was it was pretty cool pretty cool experience can you get some of your old teams together to play like have you been had you had to uh, help put the schedule together for this trip knowing knowing some of those teams that are over there what uh what do you um what do you what kind of competition do you expect to see um i know a good bit of teams over there and got a lot of good connections uh but credit to luke for uh Putting, the, putting together this schedule, he did an amazing job uh, making sure everything uh, makes sense for everybody and trying his best to, to keep uh, providing good opportunities for us. Uh, it's going to be some good competition. I'm not sure about the younger group, uh, who we playing, um, and things like that, but really looking forward to the trip. But, but credit to Luke for the, for the scheduling. He's, he's doing an amazing job. Tweety, how is your French? I mean, did you, did you stay over there long enough to – pick up some pretty good um can you kind of get by and will you have to but you have three french speaking players on the team so that should be very helpful to everyone uh if you need anything translated or whatever but i imagine you got uh, pretty good at it you kind of had to didn't you yeah i can't really speak it speak it too much i can understand certain things uh but i'm gonna stay close to the to the guys that that know how to speak it that way that way uh that way, it makes it a lot easier to move around. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, it's a little bit learned. Um, I know a little bit more Polish than I know French, so it's crazy. But oh, nice! I, I I'll uh, I may ask you to say a few words in uh, in uh, Polish here at some point. I, I for some yeah. reason there anybody named Eve Y V E S. You just say okay, the guy knows French, right? He's feeling yeah. pretty good about that. Everyday John. Uh, and who's the third? I, Everyday John knows French. Eve, who's the Josh. third? Josh, it will be Josh Ojuwana. Okay, yeah, Josh Ojuwana. All the big guys, all the big yeah. French-speaking guys over there. Uh, I hope Jacus is 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 fine with whoever Luke's put together for y'all. You know, the man travels all over the world, so I could see Jacus, you know, saying, "Well, we we should have done this, we should have done that." 
Um, let's make sure John doesn't get over there and start second guessing any of the matchups because the man he you know he he gets around the world and uh, he may be the only one with uh, as busy a passport as like you and Lace and some of the other guys that have traveled extensively yeah. in Europe. I think John is just looking forward to to having a great trip um, and mm-hmm. real excited about it. I think he's gonna leave it up to Luke because Luke did a phenomenal job. I don't think he's going to play with that one. I think he's going to leave it up to Luke and and do whatever he needs to do to make sure we continue to have fun. But <laughs> John did do, do travel a lot. He's awesome. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, uh, I you retweeted this Ray J. Dennis. I'm trying to think who Ray J. reminds me of. He almost looks like an actor or something. I love getting to know these new players. I mean, I've seen pictures of him and I've had him on my show, but I hadn't really seen him on per, uh, you know in person, and so. Watching him dunk in space, is that Freddie? Now, I didn't really give Freddie a facial. Freddie kind of came over a little late. But, man, and, and how about that little face? Ray J gave him a little bit of a look there after that um, after that dunk in traffic. I mean, Tweety, and you reposted that. It's not, it's not a retweet anymore, by the way. It's a repost under this new uh, – these Twitter things that our Elon has for us. But is that – is that is that kind of indicative of Ray J? I mean, is he is he a pretty explosive guy? Uh, Ray J got a funny way of, of of showing his athleticism, and uh, he just pulled it out that day. Uh, <laughs> I mean, from the takeoff to the finish, um, you know, just having that aggression. I think he was amped up. He was he was ready to play. And uh, credit to those guys, man, for for uh, continuing to fight and, and continuing to play hard for one another because it was amazing to see him. Do the dunk, but the the most impressive thing was to see the bench after, you know, um, to see everybody <laughs> celebrating it, everybody uh, engaged to the game, and that stare down, uh, you know, leave no question on what Ray J is about. So just to see that, um, you know, was amazing feeling. Well, my guys on the staff have been bragging about you, Tweety Carter, for the reunion you helped put together, and here you are in this picture. And, I mean, that's a who's who of Baylor over the past decade or 15 years. Yeah. Are you the are you the oldest guy? Let me look at this. Or Lace. You're, Lace is older than you. No, no, no. You're, no you got one year on Lace, don't you? Yeah. Um, you're, uh, you're the old soul in this group because there's Tarion. Um, who's that standing behind you as I look at this? I'm, there's King. I'm, I'm the oldest in that group for sure. Okay. Um, and we had okay. Terrence Thomas there. He He – he, um, I don't know where he was at in the picture, um, but okay. but he was there, so he would be the oldest. That's our OG right there. Always been around, always will. <laughs> um, love the crap out of Baylor. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's he would be the oldest uh, in that in that group. But um, when- no, I mean putting together that alumni uh, weekend. Uh, credit to the staff and Miss Karen. Um, I know uh, a lot of a lot of people um, giving me credit for it, but. Just credit the team. Um, like I said, man, it's anything you need, everybody's always available to help um, in every aspect of it. So it was great just to put it together and everybody be involved and, and um, give help towards it. And it made it a lot easier for me, for sure. Now, you coached against your old buddies, but then I heard the second day, Tweety, did you did you jump out there and participate with them? against these current bears how did you uh, how did you handle that aspect of it 
Oh, it was, it was great. I mean, uh, for me, you know, the first day, uh, of course, I'm always riding without guys um, that's playing now. And, you know, the vet, as a vet, we didn't have enough um, to, to play. I didn't think um, we wound up having, like, I think eight, um, which was pretty good. But, you know, I, they wanted me to come play on that side, and I just wanted to come get some help and, um, you know, try to, try to uh, push our guys to compete uh, at the highest level. And I think, all of the vets that came back did a great job, unbelievable job of, of pushing those guys and making them compete at the high level and bringing out their talents. What were some of the most fun matchups? People are dying to hear about these new players. Uh, yeah. Jaden Nunn, uh, supposed to be a really, really good defender. Um, did he and Davion have any kind of one-on-one moments where they were trying to defend each other. Davion considered one of the greatest defenders, if not the greatest, in Baylor history. What were some of those? Uh, what were some of your favorite one-on-one matchups to to watch, or some of the great matchups that took place with the vets against some of these uh, some of your current players? Uh, to, to be honest, it was it was actually you know not a lot of one-on-one. It was just more so you know guys guarding the guys that that was doing well. Um, you know, you had different matchups. You know, you had uh, Jared Butler, Jaden Nunn, Davion, and Antoine Grimes, Ray J, um, and Jacoby Lace uh, Ish. You know, you had a different, a lot of different, different things uh, that was happening. So it, for me, it was just, it was just exciting to see everything develop, everything come to light on what we have and 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 the opportunities we could we could possibly have as a team just to see those guys fighting and, and want those responsibilities, not running from those responsibilities, and just having each other back. I mean, if, if Jay Nunn got tired, Dantuan was there. If Dantuan got tired, Ray J was there, and so on, you know. And just to see that uh, was very, very impressive, uh, you know, especially this being a, the, one of the first live uh, opportunities that we had to play five-on-five five besides playing uh, against one another. Um, just to see him do that, um, I'm telling you, man, it was impressive. Is have Jared Davion? I mean, all, a lot of those guys. Ish. I mean, they've added so much to their games. I mean, Ish is a different player, isn't he? Than than when he was at Baylor. I mean, it just. Yes. I mean, he's a shooter. He's a three point shooter. Can you imagine this Ish? He was not asked to do this at Baylor. I mean, this Ish probably would could score seventeen to eighteen points a game at Baylor. Is that is that accurate? I mean, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you this about Ish. Ish willing to do whatever he needs to do uh, for mm-hmm. the team, whatever team he's on to win. And if it's if that takes throwing 17 plus, Ish can do that easily. Mm-hmm. Um, but Ish loved the game. He just loved having fun and just to see him out there, not use his NBA power uh, or what he has accomplished in his life um, to come out here and not take it serious. To come out here and I mean, he came out and and, and played and did what we needed to. do did what he needed to do to better this program and, and the players. And when you have that, man, it shows a lot of joy. It shows a lot about Bill and how, how far we have come um, at this point. You know, that's all I think about is guys that could, that could act a certain way. They don't come back with that. Even Davion, even Jared Butler, uh, Lace Dunn. I mean, I can go on and on. You know, you got guys coming back really ready to share the knowledge and share the love that they have for Baylor and, the, and these current players because it do makes a difference. And Lace Darius was still lighting folks up. I heard they, if you gave him a little space, he's still pulling it uh, from wherever he needs to. Was he uh, was he in, in the in the in similar form to what we remember as the number two all time Big Twelve leading scorer? 
Oh, yes, sir. I think Lay's, I think Lay's done is going to be able to make shots when he's 80. Um, <laughs> he just gets the gym and just know how to put the ball in the hole. And it's, it's, it's fun to watch because, you know, I got a chance to set, share the floor with him. And, man, a lot of people talk about his, his scoring, but I'm going to tell you, man, he's a, he's a complete basketball player. He know how to, how to play, he know how to move. He know how to get rid of the ball when he have to. You know, he just stay in his lane, and, and to see him come out and still doing it at, at this age and, and at a high level is, is very fun to watch. And I'm just happy, man. I, I don't know if you could tell. I'm just excited because, you know, it's always great to give back. Um, and I think a lot of these vets that came back is, is really uh, thankful for where they're at right now, and they want to make sure our current guys know how important it is to continue to grind, continue to keep your head up, and uh, push through because you're going to go through ups and downs. but you know, when you when you got your brother next to you, it makes it a lot easier. Yeah, it's really neat to see this picture. And these guys make a ton of money now and all that. And they, and still, they all came back and did their thing. And 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 you're right there at the at the you know you're the you're the shortest guy, but you were the guy who led us into that that realm. I mean, you were the first McDonald's All American. And you were kind of the leader that that brought us into this this era. So it's uh, it's really neat to watch. Um, what about some of these new, uh, young guys that have integrated? What's the what's the team looking like to you in some of these practices? You get to be with them. You're going to see them now on the road. That'll be more for bonding probably than than the competition you face. But what um, what is what is standing out to you about this team in just the brief time you guys have been on the court together? Uh, easy. How hard they work, and 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 I mean, no complaining towards anything. Uh, anything that they're set out to do, they're doing it um, with energy at a high level. Um, and you know, when you have a group of guys, even after practice, after a long hard practice, you got about eight to ten guys, if not the whole team, getting up extra shots, putting in extra work. And when you see that, you know, early this early. Um, it says, I mean, it just gives you a great feeling. You know, the season will be the season, but it's all about how you prepare for it. And, and I think they're on the right track of preparing the right way. Um, me being on the staff and the staff is doing a great job of, of making sure that they're preparing. And like I said, they're not ducking anything. Um, just to see them approach each and every day to get better, is it's just been an unbelievable blessing uh, to be a part of. That's a fun-looking roster, isn't it? All those guards. All that length that you have, um, hated that news on Injanga that uh, that uh, Scott shared with reporters earlier today. That's tough because I'm real excited about him, but hopefully he bounces back from that. You got to kind of keep Jacoby grounded, by the way, because I saw he's number three now on some of these NBA boards already. And I mean, you guys hadn't even played a exhibition game, and the guy's showing up as number three on the Ringers uh, big board. I thought, oh my gosh, don't put him that high. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, what's um, what's his what's he like? What's 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 he been like so far? And and um, and what and what has he brought? What's he? What do you think he's going to bring to the program? He's been very humble. Uh, I mean, hard worker, stays in the gym, and he plays on both sides of the floor. Again, he's another ish in a sense of do whatever it takes for the team to win. If it's going to rebound, getting an extra rebound backdoor cutting, um, making three-pointers, um, just defending. I mean, he does it all, and he do it in the right way. He don't just take shots just to take them. Uh, he play within the system. 
I mean, uh, God got a great plan for him, and I just uh, continue to pray for him and his success. And uh, he can handle it. Uh, he's a he, he's a great kid, raised right, got a good head on his shoulders. And, and the guys that's there now keep everybody humble because they all work hard. They all uh, have a chance to do something special for their, themselves and their families. So when you have that, I mean, it makes it a lot easier to be around him. But Jacoby is everything um, – that everyone says and more um, just because I, I see the kid not don't question much at all. Um, always trying to get better, always listening, looking in your eyes, you know, and when you have that, man, you, 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 you know, he's going to go to war for you. Right, and and, and like you said, Giannis, Giannis, and, and, and quick shout out to a lot of the guys that's injured right now. Uh, Giannis uh, Langston, um, man, just say some prayers for him because these guys, unbelievable and 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 the support that they're that that they're giving the team right now and and it's fun to watch because you know you see these guys going through a hard time themselves and they still give love and excitement to the guys that's playing now again it it, it says a lot about our team what is what is langston he's fought some injuries over the years what's langston fighting right now uh right now he he just got a little uh injury towards his shoulder don't know much about it um Dave that's a question for Dave but I, I just know you know the way he works and uh Dave would take care of him, make sure he's right uh coming coming up to the season he's been doing a lot better um but uh-huh. you know th- those those guys you just want to make sure uh he's gonna have a great story to tell Langston Love because he's been through a lot and so fast and never dropped his head always you know in the gym working and trying to be better for his team so I think um, just just to see him out there doing what he do now, um, with everything going on with him, is just a it's a huge blessing to see. Tweety, who wins a three point shooting contest right now on this team with all these guards? And now every day John can make threes. I don't know if anybody could beat you or Lace, but who <laughs> uh, who on this team right now? If you had just kind of an open gym. Um, now I'm not talking about guarded, like an actual three point contest. Who would who would take that? Man, that's a hard one, man. That's a hard one because I seen, you know me, man. I I, I watch everything. I, I see a yeah. lot of these guys make shots. That's a hard call. Uh, I'll let you. I'll let you pick that one because you're gonna see a mm. lot of you're gonna see a lot of guys shooting it. It's hard to say because uh, on, on serious on a serious note, a lot of these guys really really uh, work hard in that gym, man. And just to see them make shots on a consistent basis is just unbelievable. Like it's fun. So for me, it's hard because I'm, I'm riding and dying with anybody shooting that three pointer that I see working on it. You know, if you work on it daily, I'm riding and dying with that one. And um, I think everybody on our team is, is really, really um, good at, at, at working on things they need to get better at. And I would shoot or stay in the gym working on their shots. So I'm going to just say our, our team is a really, really, uh, competitive when it comes to shooting so they always push each other you might see a couple guys win the day then you're gonna see the other guys win tomorrow so it's hard to say well we know that defense travels and can it travel to uh, France I think it could you pack that defense up and that that thing will always be you could depend on it and this team's gonna be better at defense I know y'all there's no way you won't be you know last year was not up to y'all standard and uh, y'all are going to dig in. This is going to be a good defensive team. Hey, how about my man Miro? Is uh, he he left you guys to go play overseas in some ball? Is he when does he rejoin uh, you guys? 
Uh, he come back, uh, I think, August. Uh, don't quote me on that, I think. I mean, not August. I think September. Um, okay. But uh, we can't wait for him to get back. We miss him a lot. He bring a lot of energy to the team. And I know he's he can't wait to get back. But uh, congratulations to him for, uh, you know, competing on his national team. I know that's a big honor for him. Um, I'm just happy for him and, and want him to be happy at whatever it is he, he's doing. But we definitely can't wait for him to get back. All right. Uh, John's been over to Budapest and in all kinds of places. And I, I, there's a player he went to see there that, uh, that uh, is very near and dear to my heart uh, who won a state championship class 6A. So, Twee, let's keep our eye on him as he makes his way out to Missouri. But uh, I, I love the way y'all recruit. And you got good kids coming in next year. And you got reclassifications. By the way, uh, the reclassification uh, that, you just, that you just had with Eve – um, is, is, is Eve ready to contribute, uh, right away? Do you kind of slowly work him in like you did with Josh? Like where, because I've seen him, you know, some of that video y'all put out. I mean, obviously the guy's got all sorts of rim running and shot blocking ability. Is this a guy who helps you immediately? Uh, he's a special. Um, and again, I'm famous Jacoby. Like you got guys that's, that's willing to learn, willing to ask questions willing to put in the extra work. And when you have that, I mean, sky's the limit for them. Um, you know, I think the coaching staff, especially the guys that go out and recruit all the time, Coach Brooks, Coach Jacobs, uh, Coach New, uh, Coach Drew, uh, doing an unbelievable job. Like you said, man, big big shout-out to them for the hard work that they put in because, you know, they, they I mean, they're leaving their families a lot um, and still trying to make sure this program be better, you know. And um, just to – CEs as a youngster have a, a chance to do something special, um, you know, and him ask questions each and every day to get better. God's the limit for him. I'm just look, uh, looking forward to, to seeing him produce on the floor. I, I think he's going to be great for us, uh, along with Josh, along with John. I think these guys are helping each other so much, pushing each other each and every day to be better. And Coach Brooks doing an unbelievable job with our bigs um, and getting them better and um, you know, so when you have that, you know, anything could happen and, and any one of them could step up any game. All right. Well, I'm excited. Boy, you uh, being on the floor and uh, Coach P, I mean, he's one of my favorites. And in, in some of these new rules, he's down on the floor, too. And uh, that's pretty, pretty exciting times, Tweety. So you'll have a you'll have a great trip. Now, what's your what's your favorite thing to see? in Paris, uh, having spent time there and, and traveled around Lyon, some of those places, do you have a, do you and your wife have like a special restaurant or, or a place uh, for your sightseeing that, that just stands out over the, over any others that, uh, that you've been able to visit? Uh, not, not really. I just, I just like moving around a little bit. My wife is big in sightseeing. Um, not, I'm not as much, but when we did go out, it was pretty cool. Um, pretty awesome. We went to one restaurant, forget the name where you, um, get to kind of make your own pasta and stuff like that. Um, which was pretty cool and good. Um, it was downtown in, in, in Paris. So, you know, I'm, I'm just looking forward to going back and seeing a lot of more different things that Luke, uh, set up for us. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be brand new again. So I'm, I'm just looking forward to it. Uh, but no, nothing in particular. I just love, you know, sometimes getting out and just seeing nature. And, um, I think Paris is going to be really, really good for, for the guys and myself. The, per, 
the Parisians, they're going to see y'all coming, you know, 6'8", 6'9", 6'10", 6'10". I mean, you guys can't exactly blend in there uh, on the, what do you call those streets? Rue? Isn't it in like R-U-E or something? Rue day, whatever it is. But uh, they'll, they'll see you coming. Scott likes that, though. Scott will be out there. People will recognize Scott Drew, won't they? Even in the streets of Paris. And he may – got to watch him. Don't let him bring a bunch of books with him. He'll be out there selling books on the streets if you don't watch him. <laughs> I, I think Baylor is everywhere. Baylor will get a lot of love. As long as we got that BU shirt on, I think uh, we're going to get a lot of sick and bears. Viva, viva la bears. I like it. All right. Um, uh, Tweety, uh, great having you, man. I was excited to have you on. And congratulations, you and the whole group, on that reunion. That looked like an awesome get-together. You all should sell tickets for that. People would, like, fill the new center, uh, the pavilion, Foster Pavilion. They would fill that place up to watch the current team against the uh, the former. So keep that in mind. That's that's a, that's just a Mosley suggestion for the future, okay? Yes, please come out and show love. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> all right. Well, have a great trip, and uh, and, and we'll, uh, we'll talk to you when you get back. I appreciate you having me. It's always an honor. You bet. You bet. There he goes. Tweety Carter, one of my all-time favorites, one of the great players in Baylor history. And, uh, boy, he helped put this whole weekend together of uh, some incredible players that came back. All right. It is the first day of Baylor practice um, and Baylor football practice. Uh, players are back in town. At 4 o'clock today, they let the media out there. For the last 20 minutes or so, they've let the media kind of walk around and see what's going on and video some of the stuff. Basically, they're just warming up. But we're going to talk to a member of the uh, one of our local TV networks who was out there today and kind of ask him what he saw. How did Shapin look? How did Sawyer look? Like what, how, how did these guys look out there? We'll check in, and we'll do that next. This is ESPN Central Texas. What's the most important thing to you when car shopping? Quality vehicle? Outstanding reputation? A dealership you can depend on? Hi, I'm Amy Hunter, and at Jeff Hunter Toyota, you get all three of those. But don't take my word for it. According to Consumer Reports, Toyota has been named one of the most reliable brands in the auto industry. Stop by and let us prove it to you. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota Quality. Waco Values. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I just wanted to take a quick second and tell you guys that we are available. We have appointments. If you have any questions about cracking your sheetrock, doors sticking, or if you're looking to buy a home and you have concerns, please feel free to give us a call. We'll send somebody out to take a look. Our number is 254-235-4922, or you can find us at fixitjimmy.com. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? 
Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin, and also at cnbwaco.com. There are lots of reasons to own a golf car. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground, perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf cars are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf cars for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. From our local ABC affiliate, Channel 25, Shaji, Adam, joining us. And uh, Shaji, it was fun getting to see you the other night. You were the, the best dressed of all the folks. It was not surprisingly that you're a... You're an anchor. That you're a TV. Those of us in the radio business, we don't try to dress up. We don't try to dress up too much. But uh, welcome to the Mosley Show, Shaji. Are you? Uh, you're fresh from the uh, uh, the Baylor's first practice. Um, yes, I am. You, uh, currently going on as we speak. Oh my goodness. Okay, I do not want to get you in trouble, Shaji. If uh, anybody, if Brent Ingram or anybody looks over at you, just kind of tell them you're talking to Mosley because I could. I could see yeah. them, but um, are you kind of over to the side, over on the sideline right now, uh, watching the Bears? Again, this is the first practice of the fall, and uh, Shaji, give us a little rundown real quick. Just, um, I would imagine y'all saw some stretching. You might get to see a few individual drills. Peek over there at Sawyer Robertson and Blake Shapen, if you will. What are the quarterbacks up to as we speak? Yeah, you know, they're just getting their warm-ups in. That's what they're all doing. I kind of stepped to the side because I heard your phone call. I was like, oh, man, I got I to gotta step away from practice because I got to put all my attention into the Matt Mosley show. But, no, um, <laughs> no, so far it's been really great. I love the intensity so far, hearing all the coaches and the players just screaming and hollering. I mean, that's how you know yeah. the college football season is here. I love it so much, you know, being a part of Baylor for the first time. It's truly an honor, and uh, it's really great to be out here. Now, Shaji, by the way, uh, I'm pretty loose with the way I run this thing. If you need to go shoot a couple things – you say the word, and we can call, we can call call you back. But uh, uh, but it's good to have you. And uh, but you just say the word if you because I know you need to make sure you have some stuff for the newscast this evening. Now, did um, uh, as as you're as you're kind of watching the coaches and seeing how everybody's reacting out there, I, one of the big stories is this new defensive coordinator, Matt Pallage. Now, Shaji, I'm sure you got to say hi to Matt the other night at the little gathering we had. Uh, with the coaches, but it, it does seem like there's a lot of excitement with some of the new energy in the new coaches on this staff. Christian Robinson, Matt Pallage, 
um, uh, uh, A.J. Stewart, uh, the running backs coach. Are you sensing the same thing, that some of these young coaches have, uh, have brought a lot of juice to this uh, staff? Yeah, absolutely. And you can see that the players are flocking to them. Like they, you know, when you, when coaches have the same energy as players, players tend to, I feel players love that. I love when players and coaches have the same energy and the same love and the same passion. That's how you know you're going to have a good team chemistry wise. So, so far seeing all these coaches, seeing how close they are to each other, that's how you know you have a good team of coaches when they all communicate with each other. They all like to talk to each other. You can see that they're, you know, they're not just like, you know, quote unquote coworkers on the field. You can tell that there's a genuine love and respect that they have for each other off the field as well. So I, I really appreciate that from them. And it seems like that that might translate well on the field this season. All right. Well, and in tonight, I think you'll hear from Coach Aranda and maybe a couple of receivers. I think Josh Cameron's going to talk and everything. And as you kind of look around out there, I think Shaji, that'll be a fun thing is to see. I think this team's going to be really good at the skill positions. That wasn't we didn't know what to expect from those positions last year. They're they've got more depth at running back than they did at this time last year. And then the receiver room has so much more experience. And, and they're only getting better. Um, Shaji, have you been able to kind of, as you kind of look around and kind of get to know this roster, uh, it, it feels like the tight end and the wide receiver room, uh, they've created some nice depth. Yeah, absolutely. You know, when I look at last season, you know, obviously there's some key injuries that kind of hindered the Baylor Bears season. But I, I think this is the first time we are going to see this new look Bears team come into fruition. I think that's really important. So you're right. The depth is really great. The energy is great. And I, I think that because the chemistry is being made with these practices, I think it's going to translate well onto the, you know, the wins and losses for the season. All right. Hal Presley, look for him. Look for Armani Winfield. Uh, Josh Cameron, a good one, number 34 out there running around. Uh, there's just a lot of uh, good targets. Monterey Baldwin, um, as you're kind of making your way around there, and and uh, and then and then it'll be interesting to see. I think the, uh, the 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 DBs, the secondary, is something to keep your eye on. Uh, as uh, you know, I don't know what the depth is there. I think they have some really pretty good depth along the defensive line. I think they have some talented linebackers. I think the secondary is one of the bigger questions. Uh, on this team now Shaji uh let everybody know where you came to us from because you went to UNT uh you're a North Texas guy you're not you're not that far out of school I mean you're a young guy but now where did you go from UNT before you decided to circle back around and come back to Texas yeah when I graduated from UNT in uh 2021 I got a little job as the sports director for uh Meridian Mississippi really small town in Mississippi and you know I needed a job but when I got there I it's like it was almost fate because I met some of the most wonderful genuine people that are still lifelong friends Um, I had so much fun during the football season basketball season and it it was just one of those towns where everybody knew everybody and you know I would go into Walmart and people would be like we watch you every night it just meant so much that like such a small community like flocked together for the TV station and um, you know I was there for two years and it was really great to like truly get your feet wet in you know football, basketball, covering Mississippi State, Ole Miss, whenever we could, and it was just a really good starting point for somebody that was you know just getting their feet wet in this program. And then you know once my contract was up, luckily you know I was able to come down here to Waco. Now I'm only two hours away from home, which my mother is very happy about. Nice. <laughs> so, so it's just it's just great to be back in Texas. You know, as much as I love Mississippi, at the same time you you always miss home because there's, there's, uh, there's there's definitely no place like Texas. Did you get to meet? Uh... Did you get to meet Coach Leach at some point? Uh, oh, man. 
Yeah, I did. What a... I, I remember. I remember one fun conversation we had was at a Neshoba County Fair. <laughs> Uh, you know, we asked him about, you know, hey, what's it like being out here? And he started comparing recruiting to Hawaii. And then all of a sudden, 10 minutes later, he was still talking about how much he misses and loves Hawaii. <laughs> he, was a, he was an absolute character, and I, I loved every interaction we had. Such a warm, genuine person to be around. And, uh, you know, I, I definitely miss him every day. What about um, Sawyer Robertson making his way from Mississippi State to Waco? He kind of comes with you. Uh, I guess you entered the portal as well. Um, what have you? What, what do you remember? Kind of hearing about him at Mississippi State as a backup there. Will Rogers, a real good quarterback, so he's kind of he had to back him up. Um, what do you know about him? And because um, it seems like he's made a great impact uh, at Baylor already. Didn't win the job, but certainly uh, seems very very capable. If they need to turn to him at some point. Yeah, you know, I, I honestly didn't have that much interaction, but I will tell you this: coming from Mississippi State, coming from Mike Leach. You're coming from a program that, you know, that absolutely loves the air raid offense. They love throwing the ball. And so if he learned under Mike Leach, who was the king of that, then I, I think Baylor's in good hands at what they have. All right. And then you made your way over to, to uh, see Scott Drew today, it looks like, as well, talking about the uh, foreign tour coming up, going to Paris. And uh, so, Shaji, you've come to an exciting place. Great basketball. You remember the national championship as you were finishing UNT. Baylor wins the national title. And, and uh, so there's going to be a lot of fun sports to uh, to cover. But, that boy, that program uh, will be a lot of fun. I think, Shaji, you should have jumped on that trip, all right, that you should have tried <laughs> to convince Channel 25 and say, hey, that's what we need to do. I need to get to know this staff. I need to start out with a trip to Paris. And hey, uh, I'm going to tell, tell him Matt Mosley said that I deserve mm-hmm. to go to Paris. And I think, I think they'll flock towards that. Absolutely. And by the way, you're, you've been getting to know these local high school teams. Conley Cadets, you were reporting on them. Um, looks like you've been out to Axtell. So you're kind of getting your hit the ground running and getting to know the local uh, high school scene. Uh, anything has, has anything stood out to you on some of your uh, trips to some of the practices and as, as teams sort of open up? There's summer practice. Crawford, by the way, it looks like you you went to see or check on Crawford. They're really, really good. That's a team that goes deep every year. What's jumping out at you about local high school football so far? It's just like you know, you know, when you come to high school and college, the real big difference is how much high school football goes into transition of having fresh new faces. Every time you go, coaches always say, "Oh man, we graduated like." 20 seniors from last year. We graduated 30 seniors from last year. 16 are gone. So there's a lot of new fresh faces. So they're constantly adjusting and adapting to having new players on the field. And what's so great is, you know, talking to these senior players, and it's, it's, it's amazing how great of leaders they are and how they want to help the freshmen out. You know, walking around, looking, shooting some practice, seeing how they're giving advice to the freshmen, saying, hey, this is how you do it. You know, it's just that one step that these high schools do to make sure that they're better on the field. And, you know, when I see a bunch of these high schools doing it, it just shows you that there's nothing, absolutely nothing like Texas high school football. All right. And then I saw you commenting recently on the Von Erics. Okay, that's my that's my age range. Boy, I, I'm glad you know about the Von Erics. They're going to do this <laughs> movie. Yeah, the Iron Claw. And uh, when I was a kid, more they were big. Kevin and Carrie. Uh Michael, I mean, I'm just thinking of all, I mean, obviously a lot of tragedy that involved the uh, Von Erichs, but well, Bill Mercer, who did a lot of the wrestling, was a staple there at UNT for many, many years teaching journalism. So uh, I don't know if you ever crossed paths with Bill, but he was very, very famous. But, uh, yeah, those are uh, 
That's that's fun stuff. Well, Shaji, great to visit with you. I'll let you wrap things up there. Hey, how do we say UNT's new stadium? It's D A T C U, which is weird because T C U. Yeah, how do we say this? I believe it is called Dat Q Stadium. Okay, and that's some kind of financial type place or whatever. But okay, Dat Q <laughs> is what we're going to say. D A T C U. That's the new naming rights for what used to be. What do we call that? Apogee. It used to be called Apogee. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's DATQ Stadium. All right. It looks weird to me because I keep seeing the TCU, and I don't like seeing TCU in any font. But we'll you know, call this, yeah. You know, when it comes to DATQ, it's like, you know, I feel like for us, you know, when I you know when I was in college, obviously it was Apogee. That's what we all call it. But give it like a decade or so, and then all of a sudden the new, the new guard of UNT is going to be in. They're going to be like, oh, it's always been DATQ. They're used to it. So, you know, it's just something that always happens. You know, when something changes, yeah. I know Apogee means a lot to us. I personally love Apogee. Uh, but, you know, I still know some people that wear hats that when back when UNT was called North Texas State University. So I, I just know that I, I think it's, you know, I, I do. I, I always call it Apogee. I will. But at the same time, I just appreciate that the Mean Green are playing there, and I'm just happy that fans are be able to enjoy the game. I think that's the most important thing the fans should take away. Well, and they, Scott Bakula, they filmed that movie on the UNT campus, and I think they called it – it might have been called Texas State. They might have been the armadillos in that movie. I don't know if you ever saw that. Kathy Ireland was in it. Scott Bakula filmed there at UNT. Sinbad, Sinbad, I think, was on that team. That was pretty I'll rough. I'll, I'll definitely put on my watch list for sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah, keep that in mind. Shaji, good to have you on. Uh, great to meet you the other night. And uh, welcome Absolutely. to Central Texas. And uh, look forward to uh, seeing you around. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me on. Hopefully we have more of these. That'd be great. There he goes. Shaji Adam, who has arrived to us fresh from Meridian, Mississippi, and uh, is over there on Channel 25, where old buddy Jack Allen used to be. Shaji Adam. Aaron, we get older. The the local TV anchors and reporters get younger. Have you noticed that? (laughs) I was looking at his uh, bio and said, uh, graduate from UNT in 2021. I'm like, wait, they let oh people goodness. on TV. They let people on TV. But you know what? He's good. Guy looks like he showed up the other night. He had a suit on. I mean, he was professional, big-time professional guy. And uh, obviously, he's really good to talk to. So Shaji's hit the ground running. He's going to do a great job in Central Texas. So it'll be good to have him. All right, Aaron, let's do some Campus Confidential. Let's do it next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Elevate your career with a new job at Time Manufacturing Company. First, second, and third shifts are available. CNC machinists start at $21 an hour. Welders start at $22 an hour. And second and third shift differential is an additional $250 an hour. Time Manufacturing is a leading global manufacturer of vehicle-mounted aerial lifts, digger derricks, bucket trucks, and bridge inspection equipment. Drop by their location at 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. Are you ready to elevate your Waco experience to a whole new level? Look no further than the Baylor Club, where you can indulge in one-of-a-kind luxury and unwind in our exclusive lounge area. Located in the heart of McLean Stadium, this elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs. With a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality, we take pampering to a whole new level. For interest in membership or to schedule your next private event, call 254-710-8080. 
Hey, this is Stephanie. And this is Ward with the Press Box on ESPN Central Texas. Come join our sister station, 92.9 Shooter FM, as they broadcast live at Tilson Homes New Design Center in Waco Saturday, August 5th. Enjoy free food from Max Fry House and enter to win prizes. And tour their three new model homes and learn how you can build on your land. They offer easy by financing. So stop by Saturday, August 5th from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Shooter will be on site 12 noon to 2 p.m. Tilson Homes New Design Center in Waco at 6146 North State Highway Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Sometimes we say that a person has a wealth of experience. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Accumulating wealth is like gaining experience. Both demand hard work. If you'd like to grow your hard-earned wealth, let me put more than 25 years of experience to work for you. Clayo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Rise and dine with the Fiesta Brunch at La Fiesta every Saturday morning. Come enjoy family recipes made from scratch, like huevos rancheros, breakfast enchiladas, chicken and waffles, or on the lighter side, avocado toast. And don't forget to try their Mexican coffee, fresh squeezed orange juice, or even a peach bellini. It's a Fiesta Brunch. La Fiesta, located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. In business since the 1940s, Alamo Steel of Waco delivers over 30,000 tons of steel nationwide every year. And now they're looking to grow their team. They're hiring fitters, welders, machine operators, maintenance and electrical technicians, and supervisors for their plant. Day and evening shifts are available. After 90 days of full-time employment, Alamo Steel offers a comprehensive benefits plan including medical, dental, vision, short and long-term disability, life insurance, 401k, and more. Full-time positions offer 40-plus hours per week. PTO begins day one of full-time employment. Hourly employees are paid weekly. At Alamo Steel, they believe in above-average pay to attract well-qualified individuals. Apply in person Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, 2784 Old Dallas Road, one block off I-35 in Lacey Lakeview. Campus Confidential is brought to you by Jim Turner Chevrolet, where they say we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and we treat you like family. Check them out at TurnerChevy.com. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Oh, this is Matt Mosley, and uh, been a strong day so far. We've got a lot of fun guests, Tweety. Shaji did a great job. Channel 25, Allen Holt, Baylor Line Foundation. Um, I mean, it's just really cool to uh, to go through our day. And then Kevin Reynolds, who writes, uh, covers the Utah Utes, covers BYU, has a good feel for maybe what the Utes are thinking with the whole Pac-12 and, and everything they might be doing. We've had Kevin on before. Kevin has ties to the Metroplex. Uh, I think he went to SMU, but he's out there in the land of, of uh, BYU, and he's with the Salt Lake Trib. That's going to happen at 520, and we'll, he'll have some good things to share with us from a, a college football standpoint. Aaron and I, I mean, here in Campus Confidential, and we may take this right on into the 5 o'clock hour. Um, Aaron, there's a lot going on, and there's a – 
meeting tonight, another meeting scheduled with Arizona and Arizona State, and it's the board members in, that control the Board of Regents. I think there's 15 members. They can, they're in charge of both schools. And I believe there's another meeting this very evening as we continue to move uh, toward possibly more realignment, more expansion in the Big 12. Aaron, what is the latest as we begin today's episode of Campus Confidential brought to you by Jim Turner Chevrolet? We will start with the two biggest stories of the day, conference realignment. First is the Big 12 about to get more members. You mentioned the Board of Trustees meeting, Board of Regents meeting tonight, and that Board of Regents uh, controls Arizona and Arizona State, and everything that I've seen indicates that this meeting is similar to Colorado's meeting last week where they basically voted to join the Big 12 if that happens. Expect to vote tomorrow by the Big 12 to accept them, and we could be talking about Arizona and Arizona State as Big 12 members as early as tomorrow. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of wild to play all this out, and I was just looking at something Stuart Mandel wrote, Aaron, from like three hours ago about says San Diego State could go from having to pay $17 million to exit the Mountain West for the Pac-12 to... What's left of the Pac-12 coming to them? No exit fees to leave the Pac. Think about that, Aaron. San Diego State was trying to guard, uh, trying to go to the Pac-12. Pac-12 may not even be in existence. I mean, this is this is really wild. Um, people asking about uh, Cal Berkeley. Um, uh, they don't really have a lifeline. Stanford, some of those schools. Um, uh, and, and then, as Mandel said about uh, Stanford, said Stanford's president just resigned due to scandal over past research papers. Technically, as of August 31st, but this is who's in charge during an absolute crisis. This is what's going on with Stanford. All right, and... Uh, I'm looking at the Pac-12 board meeting that's scheduled. This is, uh, what is what is this? Aaron, this is, um, this is 9 p.m. Washington, yeah. Okay, that's a Washington special meeting. All right. Aaron, we need to be on that one, right? <laughs> one of those meetings yesterday, they, um, they got on and met for 30 seconds and then broke for... <laughs> Executive um, session. Ex- executive session. They didn't give us much. Now, a lot of this, Aaron, that grabbed my attention was this morning, this Brandon Marcello, and he has some pretty good stuff from time to time, National College Football Reporter for uh, 24-7 Sports. He said the tenor change Wednesday at Arizona State in a matter of four hours. The a- ASU president was content with the Pac-12 Apple deal. By 2 p.m., talk changed and a board meeting was being discussed for Thursday. The undercurrent steering ships, the board wants Arizona and ASU to stick together. 
And if Arizona wants to leave, it looks like Arizona State's going to have to come with them. That's fine. That's fine, Aaron. I don't. I mean, I don't have a problem. Do you have any problem with Arizona State coming? I, I like the Sun Devils. I mean, they're kind of okay at basketball. I think they got Bobby. Don't they have Bobby Hurley coaching them? He's kind of fun. Bobby brings a lot of juice to the. T- I mean, they'll they'll show up occasionally to the Big Twelve uh, to the uh, NCAA tournament. I, I don't think they do much for you in football. Neither does uh, Arizona. Although I kind of like that new Arizona coach. I think his name's Jed Fish. They're bringing in some big-time talent right now. I got no issue. Or Arizona State, then bring on Utah. Um, But all this is happening, Aaron. And then, of course, there's stuff happening with Oregon and Washington as well. And, Aaron, it sounds like to me that the Big Ten is is now now taking a a good long look at – at Washington and Oregon, and if they don't, your mark will just drive right in and take them himself. I think Big Ten realizes, hey, if we want, if we ever want them, we probably ought to look at that right now. We can't wait any longer. Yeah, it's a uh, man. It's just it's, it's been a wild couple of weeks, and it started last week, obviously with with uh, Colorado joining the Big Twelve. In other major expansion news, you mentioned it briefly, but the Big Ten's presidents and chancellors met early today and authorized Commissioner Tony Petiti to explore adding Oregon and Washington in expansion as potential members, sources told ESPN. Petiti was tasked with narrowing his focus to those schools which are facing an uncertain future, obviously, in the Pac-12. No offers have been made, no vote has been taken, and there remain significant roadblocks to them being added. To the Big Ten. Did they say what the roadblocks are? There are some schools I don't think want to expand further. They're worried about diluting the brand. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, you've talked about this in an earlier segment, but there's problem. They have to add more schools. They would need to find someone to purchase that inventory. But uh, the latest in this article on ESPN saying that one of the league's four current television partners, Fox, CBS, NBC, of the Big Ten Network, could obviously fill that void and <laughs> step up to pay for the new teams, hey, which would be coming just, in as, as partial, you know, wouldn't be coming in as full shares. Couldn't they just take that Apple TV that George had put together? <laughs> well, you know, the longer <laughs> they wait, another the better 20 the million, <laughs> Grab another $20 million out there. Apple TV was willing to kick in some money. Um, as Aaron was just talking about, this time around, sources told ESPN the schools would be given only a partial share. Golly. I mean, Oregon and Washington don't have much choice unless, unless, now maybe the partial share is enough to keep it at about the same or above the Big 12. But it would be funny if your mark came along and said, hey, guys, I'm. Big Ten's only offering y'all a partial share. We'll give you full share. We got a, We did a pro rata deal with ESPN and Fox, so we can give you a full share. What about that, Aaron? I like. I don't know. I kind of like that. Now, it said if schools such as Arizona, this is from the ESPN story today, Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah leave for the Big Twelve, the move would become easier 
for Big Ten decision makers. Um, says USC might not be thrilled with the additions. As part of the appeal of the Trojans and Bruins was the allure of both schools being the only members of the West Coast. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry, USC and UCLA. Sorry, UCLA that can get no fans to their games. We're so sorry. Did you think you were going to have the Big Ten all to yourselves out there? Oh, my gosh. By the way, UCLA better be good. They better become better because this year they were pretty good last year, Aaron. Weren't they, they win nine games and still nobody was going out there? It's too hot. Oh, it's too hot in Pasadena to go out to Rose Bowl and watch UCLA. Give me a break. The potential of Oregon and Washington being courted by the Big Ten is part of a complicated matrix as the Pac-12's future is being sorted out. Board meetings covering the futures of Washington, Arizona, Arizona State are scheduled for Thursday night. (laughs) Golly. Aaron, we've got all kinds of board meetings tonight. (laughs) Now, when Washington says it's having one at 9... What is that? What is that for us, Aaron? Is that eleven? Where I'm trying yeah, to think. Yeah, that'd be Washington's, eleven o'clock our time. Yeah, stay up late. Got to attend. I got to attend that one. Golly, I mean, I, I, Aaron, we got we ever going to talk about like some of the players? I mean, Baylor opened practice today, <laughs> and all we care about is like who's showing up in the conference. You know what's funny is, Aaron, we care about this so much. Fans care about it. Our listeners do care about it. Sometimes I don't think the players, like Arizona's getting some great players. They're they're not, they're they're like, they could be, when Arizona recruits these guys right now, football-wise, they're probably telling them, hey, maybe Pac-12, maybe Big 12. They're still getting great recruits. I've been seeing uh, Arizona getting five stars. I don't think the players are quite as into this as we are. Like, I, I don't think, like, like when we're out recruiting these 2024 kids for Baylor and we say, hey, did y'all hear we got Colorado coming back? Aaron, you think that, you think anybody over at uh, Lake Travis or over at, um, at Temple or Lake Belton, you think they care? I mean, Lake Belton has a kid looking at Tech. I don't think he cares that Colorado's coming back into the conference, but we care greatly. Now, programming note, Aaron, I think I'm going to have, we'll have Mac on Wednesday. We have President Livingstone scheduled for tomorrow at 4.15, the Baylor president. And then we'll just kind of, we'll kind of check and see what, see what she, I mean, she's on every board the NCAA has. Love having President Livingstone on. She's awesome. And uh, she loves sports. She and Brad, big time. Her husband, Brad, the first gentleman, the first gent, we call him. Uh, they'll have some thoughts on all of this. Aaron, I, I, the only reason I'm punching on this one, on this ESPN headline, is because I just wanted one story that was not realignment. <laughs> and it says, LSU has a new – you may have had this too, Aaron, so sorry if I'm stepping on your toes. LSU has a new, more – quote, transparent injury reporting policy that football coach Brian Kelly described Thursday as a proactive response to the proliferation of legalized sports betting. He said, I'm not saying, he said, for Kelly, one concern is the specter of gamblers hounding 
football staffs for insider information. He said, I'm not saying that happened. I'm not saying that would happen. I think it's better to be proactive in those situations and take away even the temptation to even have that in this building and not be that next school that goes down that path. I love it, man. Way to go, Coach. Way to go, LSU. Uh, They're going to – Aaron, did we think LSU is going to lead the way in being more transparent about injuries? I didn't have that one on my bingo card. Um, This comes in the aftermath of current and former Iowa and Iowa State athletes, including Cyclones quarterback Hunter Deckers, that stem from gambling investigations at those schools. Some of the Iowa and Iowa State players allegedly used online gambling accounts set up under other names to place bets on games. Aaron, why do you think this was happening in Iowa? Do you think it was because there's not a lot to do in Iowa? They're like, hey, let's get on these sites. I, this is, it's fascinating to me why this broke out, these problems happened in Iowa, in Iowa State. That would not have been the first place I guessed for sports gambling issues, sports betting. Um, Kelly said LSU's injury reports will be released twice during the game weeks and look similar to NFL injury reports. He said, when we get Saturday, if somebody is doubtful, we'll give you available or unavailable, Kelly said. He said the staff already has discussed that no one should even have a gaming app on their phone. One reason being that smartphones have geographic locators on them. There shouldn't be any of those apps on any of our players' phones or anyone in this building. I love this. Aaron, I mean, I'm going to be pouring over these LSU injury reports. Think about that. We do that in the NFL like crazy. I mean, injury reports are huge because it's regulated. And NFL has rules on injuries. College should have done this a long time ago. Thank you, LSU. NCAA is worried about trying to get Tommy Tuberville to bell him out. Oh, Coach Tuberville, can you, now that you're a senator, can you come up with some new guardrails for us? Would you, would you mind helping us out? You know what Tommy did? He went out there and tried to uh, prevent the transfer portal. He's, like, trying to do some stuff with NIL, but he's mainly like, hey, I'm trying to get it where these players have to stay at the same school for three years. Good luck, Tommy. Good luck with all that. I like this, Aaron. I like I like the fact that LSU and Brian Kelly are showing the way. Um, all right, and the only other thing is, um, well, we'll save that, Aaron, as we get into the 5 o'clock hour. Remember, uh, we've got a guy who covers Utah Utes football, and BYU, where does Utah stand in all this realignment? I really like this guy, Kevin Reynolds, um, young guy, really fine young reporter. He's going to be with us at 520 to talk about everything going on with the Utah Utes. And, Aaron, you might remember Utah and the Bears are squaring off early in this football season. That game is, Aaron, the is it the 11th or 18th? Big-time game, the Bears and the Utes. So that'll be kind of fun to, uh, to, uh, to talk about as we get ready for college football season of oh, September 9th. All right. So they start up, the Bears start up on, uh, on, that, on uh, Labor Day weekend and, and then against Texas State, and then it's Utah 
Interesting. All right, all of that happening, and then I think the Long Island Ice Tees come in uh, in one of those games. And then who else, Aaron? There's like four interesting games right off the bat, and they got Texas fairly early in the season. I think there's, I think Texas' game is in late September. I'll have to double-check that. All right, it's the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Baylor has reported. Let's up. Let's talk about it. As the Bears get back together and start fall practice today, let's discuss that next. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at CentexSportsFan.com. Do you want a brand new boat? Right now you can get a boat cheaper than ever before at Marineland Boating Center, home of Yamaha Boats. For Marineland Boating Center's 40th anniversary sale, we're slashing prices like never before. For a limited time, you could save almost $10,000 on an awesome new boat. Also, for a limited time, we are offering a free water sports accessories package worth $1,000 with select Yamaha boats. But hurry, this 40th anniversary sale only lasts for 40 days or until we sell 40 boats, will you be one of the lucky few to save thousands of dollars? Imagine the happiness you would feel owning a new boat. Imagine the fun you could have. Imagine the feeling of freedom and relaxation you'll feel when you're out on the water. Check us out online at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com or Google Marineland Boating Center to see our reviews and you can see for yourself why we are the highest rated boating center in Central Texas. Jesse Britt's Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Britt's Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car roadworthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only $49.99. The alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection. Just mention this ad, Jesse Britt's Automotive. Discounting your prices, not your service. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Are you tired of living with chronic pain, knee pain, joint pain? Listen carefully because now there are new regenerative treatments available here. Hi, it's Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley Show. QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in regenerative medicine, is now open, giving lasting relief to people with joint pain, with no surgery, no drugs, and no downtime. QC Kinetics has over 100 clinics nationwide and has treated thousands of patients with incredible success. Their advanced protocols are an exciting way to manage pain from arthritis and injury without surgery or steroids or pain pills. If you got pain in your knees, shoulders, hip, or back, well, that's me. You need to check out these new treatments that can actually help your body restore and repair itself. Call now to schedule your free consultation with the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics. Call 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. That's QC Kinetics. 254-415-4100. 
Hey, guys, we all give gifts on birthdays, anniversaries, and holidays, but have you ever given just because gift? When it's not expected, it means the most coming from you. Since 1979, Morrison Gifts has been Waco's gift store for every occasion. Choose from lines of gift ideas, including John Hart leather goods, big old key rings, candles, and jewelry. Always free gift wrapping, and delivery is available. Morrison Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business. That's Morrison Gifts on the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills, close to Jason's Deli. After a remarkable 100-year run, the FCC is officially closing the doors on traditional analog copper POTS telephone lines. FCC has issued an order 10-72A1, which mandates that all POTS lines in the U.S. be replaced with an alternative source. Another issue we are seeing is print nightmare. That is the vulnerability in Windows print servers where an attacker could run code with full systems privileges. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or UBEO. Elevate your career with a new job at Time Manufacturing Company. First, second, and third shifts are available. CNC machinists start at $21 an hour. Welders start at $22 an hour. And second and third shift differential is an additional $250 an hour. Time Manufacturing is a leading global manufacturer of vehicle-mounted aerial lifts, digger derricks, bucket trucks, and bridge inspection equipment. Drop by their location at 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas as we <laughs> await Matt's return. And we may be having some technical difficulties on a very busy Thursday afternoon at ESPN Central Texas. Coming up in the next segment, we will have Kevin Reynolds. He writes for the Salt Lake Tribune, and he will talk about the possibility of Utah joining the Big 12. Aaron? Yes, you can talk. We've been back for... <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you would kind of hold off on that. Good. Uh, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, as we begin the uh, 5 o'clock hour, well into the 5 o'clock hour. And um, we got Kevin Reynolds on with us at 520. And uh, he'll... he'll uh, he will do a great job talking about Utah and BYU, but especially where Utah is in their thinking right now. And, in fact, their coach, Kyle Whittingham, kind of um, he had some interesting comments the other day 
on the future of college football. And unlike Dan Lanning, who started blasting Colorado, Whittingham was certainly uh, more diplomatic than that. And he had some, uh, he, he just had some really um, interesting things to say about how he thought 10 years ago everything was headed to super conferences and he still thinks that's where everything's headed. And, you know, I don't think these coaches know. I, I think what you're hearing now from Arizona and, uh, and some of these other coaches is that, um, that, Basically, um, they think they have good enough brands to withstand whatever the situation uh, would be, and so that's uh, uh, it's a it's a fascinating situation that's playing out. And again, tonight, just a reset. You've got University of Washington, you've got Arizona and Arizona State. Now the board of regents is the same for Arizona and Arizona state. And, um, I, you know, that that's going to be interesting because what's happened in that sense is the president of Arizona has always been intrigued. Even before they didn't deliver a decent media rights deal. He's been intrigued with the big 12 because they, first of all, they love the basketball portion of the big 12. And so Arizona, has never been resistant to the Big 12. They've kind of been open, and their president has been very candid about where he stands. Arizona State has been like the opposite. Don't want to leave, um, want to stay there, uh, and and but the, but the board thinks they have to stay together. Utah can do whatever it wants, but Utah's other scenario would be to go join the Mountain West or stay out there and lose its Power 5 status. I think Utah will have to come around if they see everything going the way of the Big 12. And um, I, it's going to be to, to watch you to, to watch what the, the four corner schools, and, of course, Colorado started everything. And, color, and, and, and boy, Oregon made fun of Colorado and all of that. But uh, it's it started the Big 10 now looking at possibly expanding and seeing if it would take Oregon and Washington. I think the downside for Oregon and Washington, they're going to have to come in at a lower threshold, at a lower uh, revenue portion, but it's really the only chance they have at this point. Now, in um, I did want to get you caught up. Uh, Rangers have already played today, and uh, Rangers won 5-3. to three. They were down 3-0, and Max Scherzer goes out and throws a uh, – uh, throws a, a you know really nice game. I mean, again, he was kind of struggling early. Gives up um, uh, three runs in the first inning, and that's it. Then he goes, then he goes five innings, uh, scoreless baseball, strikes out nine. And so, I mean, everybody that went out there and was so excited to see Scherzer, he got off to a little bit of a shaky, rough start. And then he dug in and showed how much of a bulldog he is. And he threw over 100 pitches, threw 105 pitches. He competed like crazy. And along the way, especially in the fourth inning, Rangers got back into it. In third inning, they made it 3-2. And then they had uh, uh, solo home runs in the uh, – Garver had one of them, and I believe we said Simeon had one of them, uh, two home runs in the uh, in the fourth inning. 
and that put the Rangers up 4-3. They added one in the bottom of the eighth, and they win that thing 5-3. to Man, that is uh, that is really, uh, it, I mean, it's good stuff uh, for Scherzer. It's a good start for him. It's good for the team to kind of uh, come back and for him to stay in that game. Garver goes two for four with the home run, two RBIs. Garver, when he lines up at catcher, for whatever reason, man, he really hits the ball. Simeon, one for three, home run, um, uh, uh, and, and, and had a walk, uh, obviously, had two runs, and, and just really some good things going on for the Rangers. And now we wait um, to see where the Rangers will be uh, after this one because the, the uh, Astros are at the Yankees tonight. And I believe Christian Javier, I think I saw that earlier, Christian Javier is on the, on the mound for the Astros. And um, um, and then uh, for the uh, Yankees, they have Schmidt is uh, on the mound for the Yankees tonight. Clark Schmidt, uh, who is a uh, 27-year-old righty, been okay this year. Um, uh, 439 ERA, 7-6 and record, thrown a lot of innings, and, um, and, and his numbers are okay. Okay. Career numbers about right there. Uh, he's got a 4 uh, 411 ERA for his uh, for his uh, career, but I will say this about him: last seven games, he's five and zero with a 382 ERA. All right, that's that's five games started, uh, uh, 33 innings, and so man, I mean that's they're they're really doing well when he's pitched in his last seven games, and including in the last 15 games, he's seven and three. With, uh, with a pretty decent ERA. So that's something to keep our eye on. Clark Schmidt as he takes on uh, Christian this evening. All right, uh, it is time. I've been kind of excited about this. Uh, from, the, uh, from the Trib out there in Salt Lake City, uh, someone who covers Utah, covers BYU, uh, Kevin Reynolds joins us on the Matt Mosley Show next. This is ESPN Central Texas. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. 
Maya Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MyatFuels.net. That's MyatFuels.net. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Every man has his special tool that he likes to carry around with him. That tool belongs in a special place, a toolbox. Because if you lose your tool, well, driving a truck around without a toolbox is like driving an emasculated truck. Hi, Jay here to let you know that at Pickup Outfitters, we believe in masculinity. So we carry virtually every kind of toolbox, cross boxes, chest boxes, side mounts, tool boxes for flatbeds, steel, aluminum, black ones, white ones, shiny ones, big, sturdy toolboxes. But in some cases, small toolboxes are okay because it's not always the size of the toolbox that matters. It's how you use it. Every working man has the right to protect his tools in a toolbox. So guys, do not run around with your tools exposed. Put them in a toolbox from Pickup Outfitters, where every day we fight the good fight to end truck nudity. Pickup Outfitters at 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco or check out our website at createacommotion.com. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. games more action baseball looks different in 2023 so do the texas rangers summer is fun again in arlington make your plans to catch a game or two this season at globe life field more teams than ever are coming to face the rangers great matchups lively crowds and climate controlled comfort await you at the ballpark along with fun giveaways and city connect fridays grab your tickets at rangers.com Back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Audio the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Realignment, uh, boy, swirls. Bears are back at practice today. Fall camp starts. And yet, you know, all I can talk about is realignment. Kevin Reynolds joining us now from the Salt Lake Trib. And I, I like that Salt Lake trip because, Kevin, I'm a big Utah Jazz fan. They've had a lot of Baylor players come through there. Used to have a GM from Baylor as well. But I'm always kind of checking out the trip. But, Kevin, I mean, there you were just a few months ago covering BYU, you know, digging in. And now it's realignment, looking at Arizona, looking at Arizona State, looking to see what Utah is going to do. Welcome back to the show, man. This These are uh, – these are exciting times, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, I uh, uh, and you were just writing about uh, Colorado leaving and Dan Lanning and some of his comments. I mean, I I think Dan 
kind of better watch it a little bit. I mean, you can laugh at Colorado all you want, but as the point you made is it was Colorado's departure that kind of signaled, okay, this thing's coming undone, and, boy, by this weekend it could come all the way undone. And you've got Oregon and Washington looking for a home. You've got Arizona and Arizona State, their board meeting tonight. I think the University of Washington board is now meeting tonight. Now, Kevin, you cover Utah quite a bit. What, it, what has been kind of the tenor of, of your conversations with the Utes? And it seems like they didn't really want to get back with BYU. But they may not have much of a choice here. Are, are Utah fans starting to think, well, maybe, maybe this Big 12 wouldn't be such a bad move for us about now? Yeah, I mean, I think it is interesting just from the – you mentioned the fan aspect. I think they're uh, – you know, I think fans will eventually come around uh, to whatever happens regardless, because at this point, you mentioned all those schools, I think it's about survival at this point. And uh, the Big 12, um, in some cases, or if you're in Oregon and Washington looking at the Big 10, I think you kind of accept accept whatever whatever it takes to survive and, and kind of move on past this realignment cycle if you're a, an individual athletic department. But, you know, I think I think back to two weeks ago, you know, you know, sitting in Las Vegas and listening to Utah Athletic Director Mark Harlan speak um, about the Pac-12, and he was standing right next to uh, George Klyovkov, and and he kind of made it very clear that he wanted Utah to stay in the uh, in the Pac-12, and I think there is an element to this. You know, every school I think has different um, allegiances to different conferences. You know, I mean, you know, in Texas and you know Houston getting back to the big 12 is a big deal for them and getting back to playing with those schools that they used to play with. And mm-hmm. for Utah, I think there is that, um, that allegiance to the PAC 12, because this is the conference that, that bet on Utah to bring them up to the power five level over a decade ago now. And so you're kind of, I don't think allegiances are everything, but it, but it definitely is something. And Mark Harlan um, did talk a little bit about how much he kind of wanted to stay in the PAC 12 and, and still hasn't, spoken publicly since then actually about 13 days ago now and now lots changed but um i I think there is some of that to utah and then the other part of it too is that utah spent a really long time building up to being able to be competitive in the pac-12 particularly in football um i'm thinking and you know they they've won two of the last pac-12 championships been the last two rose bowls and it was kind of a really long climb for kyle whittingham and everybody and and kind of now that they're they've reached the peak of that conference, um, now it's looking like they're going to have to change conferences. So I, I think there is part of the trepidation on Utah's part is the history, the backstory, and what's kind of taken place for the last 11, 12 years, um, or 13 now, going on 13. So it's been a long climb, and I, I think there's a little bit something deeper there for Utah with the Pac-12. Isn't that funny? BYU came to Waco right before they came into the conference Utah has a trip scheduled to Waco here in a few yeah. weeks, and and they could just defect while they're in Waco and just go ahead and make the announcement that they're they're coming in. There is some interesting symmetry to that. Explain to us, Kevin, what you've learned about that Utah BYU feelings. It's kind of like Utah, in some sense, doesn't like having to follow BYU into a conference. They don't like the feeling of that. Um, is that is that kind of part of Utah's feelings? They don't want to be viewed as well. We got to go do what the Cougars are doing. Like that's a pretty deep. 
I don't know if hatred's a word, but that's a great, that's a fun rivalry. Um, what is the what is the Utah feeling about BYU, and is there that feeling of hey, we kind of hate to have to, uh, we hate how that looks, you know, following BYU into a new conference? Yeah, I mean, I think from a fan perspective, there's certainly a lot there. Um, I think from a, I'm not sure if that that same level exists within the athletic department. Truly, um, you know, I think we'll have to figure out the actual thinking. Um, probably in the next couple of, of days after this comes out of how much that actually did play a factor. Um, but, you know, from my perspective, I actually think it would be good on multiple levels to have BYU and Utah in the same conference. Um, I, I think from, you know, the Big 12's perspective, uh, I think giving a rivalry to the conference is a, is a big deal, uh, particularly one that I think, I think is a pretty good college football rivalry in, in BYU and Utah. And also having it in the mountain time zone is big for the Big 12 in terms of, of, of television windows and everything like that. And I, I think that matters to this new look conference. Um, you know, they, they have UCF over in Florida. They obviously have Texas. They have Cincinnati. But having two teams and three teams really with Colorado, if you, if you bring in Utah as well, in the mountain time zone, I, I think is good for the league. And having two teams that I think if you, if you put them together, people will watch it. Uh, maybe not um, every week, but I, I think for sure, you know, a rivalry game is good for a for a conference that's kind of losing Texas and Oklahoma. Um, so I'm not really entirely sure how much the athletic department views it as Utah can't follow BYU to the Big 12. I think if the Big 12 is the best move for Utah, I think they're going to make it um, regardless of BYU. But, you know, there is backstory here too. You know, when Utah got called up to the, the Pac-12, BYU went independent. And so there is this long over a decade backstory to these two schools. It's not just Utah and and BYU kind of existed in isolation. Um, Their paths to the Pac-12, you know, and the Big 12 for BYU were quite different. And I think inform a lot of the, the, at least the feelings right now, Um, because like I just said, you know, Utah is, was grateful to the Pac-12. Obviously BYU feels quite differently that they weren't brought up to the Pac-12 out of the Mountain West um, and, and had to spend essentially 12 years wondering about the future every single time realignment came up. How is BYU um, seemingly, do you feel like, ready for this slog of a, of a, I mean, independent schedule is tough in its own right, but this every week kind of thing, getting back into a conference, especially the Big 12, uh, BYU's had some great moments over the years, obviously, but Well, you wrote about it the other day. Fall camp opens with around 60 new players. Um, 42 of them signed since December. You know, of the four new schools coming in uh, this year, do you think BYU's as ready as any of them? I mean, or would it be UCF? Like, who do you think is the most prepared? In some ways, BYU's played the toughest schedule. I would say, of the four new schools. How do you view that as, as like, who maybe has the the roster that's most built? Because it's not easy. It wasn't easy for TCU when they came in, and they had been great in the Mountain West. Um, How do you think it stacks up, and do you think BYU may be built for this a little more than the three other schools? You know, I do get the point of the schedule. I, I understand that point that BYU maybe has played more power five teams year in and year out than um, 
maybe UCF has. Um, but at the same time, I don't think BYU, out of the four incoming schools, is the most prepared for this in year one in the Big 12. And um, I, I still have, am of the belief that UCF is probably the most prepared out of Houston, Cincinnati, and, and BYU. Um, but I think there's two major things that need to be addressed for BYU. And they've been problems even in this independent schedule. I know it's it, they play more Power 5 teams, but – at the same time, the depth is not there for BYU, and it hasn't been the last couple of years. I mean, you see it on the back end of these schedules um, when they're playing. By the time they're they're playing their seventh uh, Power Five team, I think the depth just isn't there, and and that needs to build, and that doesn't happen overnight. And I think this roster overhaul that you just mentioned, bringing in, you know, forty-two guys since December, sixty new guys overall, or around sixty new guys overall. I mean. They're trying to build depth quickly, but um, it still is going to take time. And, and the second part of this, too, is you know BYU in the past, I mean, they played Baylor last year and they beat Baylor last year. But after that, they go on the road to Oregon, have a couple of people injured, and they get blown out by an Oregon team that at that point in time, I don't think anyone really knew if Oregon was going to be good or not. So I, I think just the, the week in and week out grind of, of the big 12, I don't know if BYU is completely ready for particularly defensively. And not only that, they play Arkansas before getting into the big 12 schedule. So, I mean, this is a, um, they play 10 power five teams in succession. And so I think th this is going to be a gauntlet for BYU and they have a lot to um, kind of, they're going to have a lot of growing pains, I think, in year one. Kevin Reynolds, Salt Lake Trib, joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And um, it's just it's kind of fun to think about the BYU fans, what they think about these other schools, what they would think about Utah coming on board. It's kind of like I, I feel like BYU and these other schools want to have at least one year where everybody can just be excited about them. And and I love the B, BYU was great at Big Twelve Media Days, Kevin. And I bet you were swirling around there. And I I hate that we didn't get to connect in person. But that that I love BYU's attitude at that thing, and the other schools too, the other new schools. But it was like BYU on that first day, they would have stayed till ten or eleven o'clock at night. I mean, they were just kind of hanging around, uh, yeah, doing interviews. You know, other schools. I mean, my I'm Baylor flagship. And I'm trying to track down Baylor people, and I got the the BYU, uh, you know, AAD Sataki. I was watching him. the The coach at BYU was over there, like talking to every. I mean, how many different BYU uh, publications or radio shows are there? I mean, it really it really spoke to me, like how deep BYU goes in terms of their reach and the excitement. I I, I do find it kind of funny though with Colorado coming in. I'm sure there's part of the BYU fandom that's like, hey, could you all hold off and just let the focus be on us for one year before Arizona and everybody else comes into this conference? Well, they had a month, or maybe it's a little less than a month. <laughs> all those schools had about, you know, July 1st to, what was it, July 20-something. <laughs> but, yeah, I think there is a ton of excitement, though, at BYU, to be honest with you. I mean, you, you mentioned that. I mean, Kalani Satake was – doing interviews. I don't even know who he was interviewing with at that point, to be honest with you. I'm not really sure. Um, but he was there. I was working and I just, every time I looked over, he was still there. So, um, but yeah, I think there is a ton of excitement, um, uh, particularly, um, 
from the fan base as well. I, I think, I mean, it's been so long for BYU. I mean, this has been over a decade of independence and I know, you know, the independent schedules, there's, there's one-off moments that you can point to for BYU, but I mean, I, I even look at last year as an example of kind of the struggle of, of independence. It was my first year covering BYU last year. They lose to Oregon week three. And from that point on, I mean, what are you playing for? Like the season, I mean, one loss, I don't know how much it's, it's very hard to contextualize the season after that, because there isn't a conference championship race. There really isn't a ton of rivalries. Uh, They didn't play Utah last year. They wouldn't play Utah. They're not going to play Utah this year. Um, So like, it's just kind of, you know, they go on the road to Liberty. What, what does that game really have, you know, for BYU and for BYU fans? So there is a ton of, uh, I think, excitement and energy for BYU to be in the big 12 and to be back into a conference where that those types of things won't happen. And if they can get Utah back, I know BYU fans probably will be upset at, at some, at some point in time, but Hey, at least that's playing a rival year in and year out. Yeah. It's going to be, um, I, I, it's by the way, which, which game do you feel like BYU fans that you talk to are most excited about? It was for, I, I hate that they're not playing Baylor because that needs to be, uh, a yeah. new rivalry with the religious schools getting together, having kind of a, a new religious war, so to speak. Um, what, what, um, what, is there one game on the schedule that every uh, BYU fan seemingly has circled? And uh, I, I don't have it in front of me. I would imagine it might involve uh, OU or Texas. Yeah, I mean, they're going to be on the road in Austin, and then OU comes to Provo in November. So I think mm-hmm. those two games – Definitely will be circled. Um, one that I think I think is going to be one that I think BYU fans will will probably have circled and, and maybe players too on the road at TCU kind of early on in the year. I think um, probably third. I'm, I'm not sure third week possibly, um, but mm-hmm. I think those are probably three that definitely um, are, are going to be big ones for for BYU. And then they open up in Lawrence in the Big Twelve. Uh, How good schedule for them. How good is uh, is Utah? Like, it, 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 I mean, back to back champions of the Pac-12. They got the quarterback rising, really good quarterback. What what do we think as uh, as they get ready to come to Waco and have to play in the heat? Uh, what do we what do, what do we think of this uh, this Utah team? Is it um, is it is it veteran laden? How much did they lose uh, from a couple of uh, really good back to back seasons? Well, defensively, I think is where the losses are, are going to be significant. They lose um, Clark Phillips the third, a uh, you know a really highly drafted player um, in the secondary. So I think that's going to be a struggle for them. And um, Clayton Isbell also, one of their uh, safeties, um, is, is transferred out of the program. So I think that's going to be tough. But for the most part, I mean, this is a team that returns a lot of production from the last two years. But the the question really, I think, for Utah. Is is Cam Rising going to be healthy? I mean, he tore his ACL in the Rose Bowl last year. Um, really, he's not a full participant in, in uh, spring camp. I mean, so, sorry, fall camp right now. And then also um, the tight end Brand Keithy tore his ACL um, earlier in the year, about like late September against Arizona State. He's not um, completely back. I think you know he'll have more time, and he's expected to be back. But I think Utah's season really depends on on how healthy is Cam Rising going to be, particularly early? Because Utah opens up with Florida, and then you mentioned the Baylor game. So this is not going to be 
I mean, they're playing 11 Power Five uh, teams out of the out of the 12 weeks and open up with two two difficult games. Um, Baylor on the road. So if Cam Rising is not available for that game, I think it changes the complete tenor of the season, but also complete tenor of that game for for Baylor um, very early in the year. They need to schedule like Michigan did. Did you see that Harbaugh, you know, uh, out for four games? Did you see who those four games were for for Michigan? I mean, I think the hardest game is, yeah, 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 Rutgers and, and, uh, and yeah, nobody else that catches your attention. So uh, uh, Utah, that's one thing they have to do is learn how to schedule better. And now BYU scheduling becomes so much easier. I mean, think about that. I would imagine they're, they you know, had to cancel a bunch of games that they'd had scheduled out and all of that. But yeah. from a scheduling yeah. standpoint, what a nightmare to be an independent and try to have that thing scheduled out for four, five, six, seven years. And now you at least uh, kind of know what you're getting from week to week. Kevin, last thing I had for you, what, what about BYU hoops? Coach Pope, I mean, I, I remember his uh, him from his college days, seemingly, you know, Gonzaga – takes up all the airspace in that conference uh i what should we expect from byu coming into arguably the best basketball conference in the land is this a team that that you know that will at least be competitive how do you think this will will go for them yeah i think um as hard as we've talked about this is going to be for for byu football i think it's gonna be much much more difficult for byu basketball um and, and i think BYU basketball last year kind of went on this completely different path. I mean, they had been pretty competitive, um, obviously, in Mark Pope's first couple of years. Um, they, that COVID season, they, they were very, very good. Um, but last year, you know, they kind of just blew it all up. They uh, got rid of a lot. They graduated a lot of guys, um, had a couple of transfers out of the program, and so they basically just went with a youth movement um, uh, with a core of a couple of uh three freshmen and then a couple more sophomores. And I think they're still kind of building through that, that young core uh, with adding a, a few more transfers um, from, you know, the likes of UC Irvine and, and a couple of different places, Charlotte. But um, I think for BYU, there's just not enough shooting right now and not enough depth, uh, particularly in the front court to where I think, I think the big 12 is going to be a, um, a huge, a huge, huge adjustment uh, for them. And I think it's going to be taking at least a couple of years for them to be competitive and maybe even the middle of the pack in that conference. I mean, you yeah. mentioned it. I mean, it's the best basketball conference in the country. So yeah. um, for, for BYU basketball, I think it's going to be much, much more difficult than football, to be honest with you. Kevin Reynolds, Salt Lake Trib. Kevin, do you have some SMU ties? Is that what I recall about you? Yes. Yeah, I do. do you- I do. <laughs> Do the uh, the Mustangs? That's kind of sad. It looked like Pac-12 was was a was a was a destination for them. But if the Pac-12 goes away, uh, I guess the Mustang Mustangs will just kind of stay there in the AAC, which would be fine. But that was kind of fun to think of the Mustangs possibly as a Power Five uh, program. Were you kind of getting excited about that? Your, your alma mater. You know, with SMU, I feel like it's the same thing every single time. I feel like, you know, at first it was, you know, the Big 12 that SMU wanted to get into the Big 12, and that was never really going to happen. And then I I felt like this whole time with the Pac-12, it was kind of the same thing for me. Uh, I just didn't think it was going to happen, or if it did, a lot was going to have to break that way. And now now it's looking like that's 
not going to be the case either. So, you know, SMU, I think, <laughs> I just think it's going to be a struggle to get into these Power Five conferences, uh, and it continues to be. So I, I was never really on the on the path of that this was definitely going to happen for them. All right. Well, some of us, you know, that love the SWC, the thought of like Houston, SMU, Baylor, Texas Tech. I mean, that would bring back uh, a lot of memories. It'd, it'd it be would. a lot of fun, yeah. but it's not going to happen, as you said. But again, we say a lot of things aren't going to happen. And then they, they do end up happening. And we're kind of seeing it with, uh, well, Kevin, keep up the good work and keep writing about realignment. Because right now, man, people can't get enough of this stuff and just go. Go cover Utah, cover uh, BYU, cover it all, man. Make yourself indispensable. Uh, you're doing a really good job out there, and I appreciate your time today. Yeah, no, thanks so much for having me on. I appreciate it, man. All right, there he goes. Kevin Reynolds, the Salt Lake Trib, covering BYU, covering Utah. Uh, Aaron, I don't think the Utes fans – I mean, it's, it, they're going to kind of be like, oh, okay, we got to go. We have to go there. <laughs> like, I think Arizona fans are kind of like, hey, it's cool. We'll be in this awesome basketball conference. Colorado's real excited. Hey, man, Dion's here. We'll go recruit, uh, uh, you know, Houston area, Dallas area. We'll go recruit Texas. The Utes seem like they're kind of kicking and screaming, and they hate the thought of following BYU, an independent they think BYU's uh, beneath them, but BYU has a great, great fan base. Um, I, I don't know if either I don't know if either fan base is excited about the others showing up. It's kind of like the A and M fans. There may I think deep down A and M wants to play Texas again. Texas the same, but also they kind of like being away from them for a while. You know, kind of get out of the shadow. Although I don't know. I mean, it's not like Texas has created a huge shadow in college football recently. But uh, anyway, kind of uh, interesting to envision all that. All right, good stuff there. Uh, realignment. we got board meetings happening tonight. We'll uh, we'll get you caught up and get you ready for this evening and get you caught up on a, uh, on a big Rangers win today. All of that next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. There are lots of reasons to own a golf car. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf cars are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf cars for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. This date's going really well. We're going to be such a great couple. Whoa, uh, I think you're going a little fast. Yeah, I know, I know. We just met, but we've got chemistry. I think you better slow down. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. I thought you were feeling it, too. I'm feeling like you're driving too fast. Slow the car down, please. Speeding is dangerous, and speeding tickets are costly. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. You were talking about my driving. <sighs> I was talking about both. Be safe. Drive smart. A message from TechStot. What's the most important thing to you when car shopping? Quality vehicle? Outstanding reputation? A dealership you can depend on? Hi, I'm Amy Hunter, and at Jeff Hunter Toyota, you get all three of those. But don't take my word for it. According to Consumer Reports, Toyota has been named one of the most reliable brands in the auto industry. Stop by and let us prove it to you. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. 
You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. If you are the do-it-yourself type and you need help finding a certain item to finish the job, remember Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Over 2,000 items are featured in their showroom, including hinges, latches, post caps, and ornamental iron from Spring Creek. Pioneer Steel and Pipe is also the location for welding rods and welding accessories. If you are looking for Makita power tools, grinders, and cutters, Gilman nuts and bolts, or primary and caulking for metal buildings, drop by Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Highway 6, Loop 340 South, Waco. Attention Baylor alumni near and far. Are you ready to reconnect, reminisce, and make a lasting impact? Look no further than the Baylor Line Foundation, your alumni partner for life. Whether you're a recent graduate or a seasoned alum, Baylor Line Foundation is the place to stay connected with fellow alumni through exciting events, networking opportunities, and exclusive access to Baylor stories. Rekindle old friendships and forge new ones while cheering on our beloved Bears. To find out more, visit thebaylorlinefoundation.com. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. Boy, is it hot outside. Did you know that you can tell the temperature by counting a cricket's chirps? Did you know that heat waves can actually make train tracks bend? Or that a 2003 heat wave turned grapes to raisins while still on the vine? Hi there, it's the Foundation Doctor again. During this season of extreme heat, the soil is shrinking, the ground is moving, and we're seeing a lot of foundations starting to move around. Are you seeing new cracks in your walls? Is your shoulder sore from prying that pesky door open? Don't let your home suffer from heat exhaustion. At the Foundation Doctor, we've been curing these elements for many years, and we have the right prescription for you and your home. We have more experience and repair options than anyone in town. So when it comes to your greatest asset, trust the doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give the doctor a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. All right, it is the uh, the Dismount where we spend a couple of minutes having to say goodnight to you, but also uh, wrapping things up for the day. Rangers fall behind 3-0 today at first inning. Max Scherzer on the mound in his uh, highly anticipated debut. He hangs in there, pitches another five innings, goes six. And the Rangers win 5-3, sweep the White Sox. And while it's still a dogfight with the Houston Astros, um, they've, they're kind of uh, righted the ship. And I think the uh, all the news, the energy, getting three new pitchers, four new pitchers, if you count Chapman and the, the uh, catcher. The catcher hadn't played yet, Hedges, Austin Hedges, who came in. Today, Sam Huff was in the lineup. Um, I think Sam was... Anyway, uh, or was that last night? Yeah, Sam Huff caught last night, and Sam hit a home run and actually went three for five. So everybody, I mean, from one to nine, I mean, it was uh, everybody's had a pretty good time. Aaron, I thought you'd like this. Um, one For one day, I'm not going to talk realignment. For one second, for one moment, the big-time Colorado transfer, Travis Hunter, I was just reading his story. Um, they're, they're talking about him as a being a two-way star he was uh he was a cornerback and receiver as a true freshman at jackson state and after focusing on receiver during his first spring in boulder hunter is expected to practice more at cornerback 
in the weeks leading up to Colorado's season opener at TCU on September 2nd. All right, their offense coordinator, Sean Lewis, said the other day, everyone sees Trav's physical gifts, but his mental capacity to learn and everything he's learning, all three phases of the game. I'm excited, man. I cannot wait to see that. Colorado versus TCU. Let's get it on. September 2nd. Hey, thanks, everybody, who's been a part of this extremely busy three-hour show. It's 3 to 6 every single day. Thank you, Aaron. We'll see you tomorrow for Friday's big show from 3 to 6. Good night, everybody. It's time for today's Modern Media Big 12 football preview. Today, a look at the Kansas Jayhawks.